Welcome back to Steam Powered Scoundrels, a Malifaux podcast. Episode 59, We Need You to Touch Our Bones. Douglas Scoundrels. Douglas Scoundrels. Is that better or worse? Okay. Wouldn't uh, Victoria be better then? Good, 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 very good. Are you are you fixing our uwuified names? Absolutely, improving them. I'm not telling you how to woo. How to woo your life? How is the guy who introduced us? Who's the weenie woman? So ey gets to dictate that. I want die. The steam powered scoundrels. You're echoing again. The cold open. Good job, Doug. Good job, Doug. Good job. Yeah. Don't pat yourself on back too. Yep. Douglas. Vic, did you tilt your mic down more when we started? Right. Okay. Doesn't it? Doesn't it just? Yes. Yay! <laughs> Jam that I mic right in your throat. Turned my gain down or moved Doug naturally projects Doug things. I understand this, buddy. Big big hugs to you. For now, I'm going to try very hard to. Much and many lungs. Much much man, air movement. Go man, mouth, man. Man, big mouth. What <laughs> that. What's that man talk, talk, do? talk boy. Very talk boy. Only on the podcast. In real life, he mumbles all the time. <laughs> Got him! <laughs> Devastated, honestly. Welcome, welcome to the last episode of Steam Powered Scandals. <laughs> he is a broken mouth man now. The divorce episode. <laughs> wow, this is this is the thing? That escalated. This, this is the one? I'm sort of a name. <laughs> Popped in my head and I had to say it. We're gonna be talking about madness and Malifa today. And we brought plenty of madness ourselves. If I oh boy. Back, I won't be hearing the echoes of that. Oh boy. Clearly. I mean, we are just pure chaos. Stay. Yeah. Uh, we gave you plenty of time to read the book, and if you haven't at this <laughs> point, I'm disappointed. Well, get ready for disappointment. Oh, you read it. <laughs> I got, like, halfway through the story. It's long. It's a long listen, story. It's, listen, it's not it's my a story. It is real story. long. You're the one who goes by Daddy Doug. I'm just naturally inclined towards disappointing my parents. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I probably would have gotten farther if I wasn't interrupted, like, 17 times while I was trying to read it. I was waiting for Roman to finish it, so that was my mistake. <laughs> and I was not getting to it fast enough because I thought you had your oh, own no. copy. Say hi, Wednesday. Wednesday. Hi. Hi, Wednesday. So, yes, yeah, so we're going to be covering Madness and Malifaux. Um, the fluff, not oh the actual like, gameplay. Oh, my God. It's only red squiggly lines in the notes. <laughs> Nothing in Malifaux is spelled correctly. Oh god. <laughs> what have we done? No one can see this. No one knows what's going on. I'm gonna love editing this. Okay, oh my we, god. Before we get into <laughs> oh god. the fluff breakdown, we're gonna talk about general stuff in the community, news, what, whatever. Let's see. General new. Oh god, I misspelled news. <laughs> Good job. General news and hullabaloo. That's a word. God. Please stop. Who's doing this? Who's the anonymous Efreet? Go back to Final Fantasy. Okay, anyways. Uh, Wednesday, we got our first Wave 4 model. It is, it's Wave 4, right? 
Yeah, yeah, however you want to call it. Depends on if you what? if you describe the Explorer Society as a wave. Yeah. yeah. If if Explorer Society is a wave, this is five. We also can't say it's not book one because we had like eight books. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. wait, no, book eleven. There we go. That's book not confusing. <laughs> book eleven or book four. I mean or book three or wave wait. Anyways, and now a reading from the Book of Malifaux, edition three, book eleven, chapters five oh, through twenty-one. Yeah. Bot, 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 <laughs> bot, 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 yeah, very Malifaux. Dancing, dancing, sure. desiccated couple covered in in uh, shrooms, micro, yeah, micronids, shrooms, yeah, all day. I just hope the rest of the box <laughs> contains several badgers and a snake. Keep making that joke, huh? Is, is Oscar the badger? I am because now it's recording. He's manifesting. <laughs> yep, I'm gonna say badgers. Oscar sounds like a badger name. Yeah, I could see. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's a lovely undead couple dancing on a four millimeter base, covered in mushrooms. They are mycologists from the first uh, opening of the breach, which lines up with the person they're named after. Uh, August Batch, Botch, German mycologist. His wife is named Amelie. Weird how weird likes to use historical references, huh? Oh, that one's just straight up. Yeah. Real nice. Uh, then they got, it. they got got by um, some some mushrooms, some, some mushrooms. cordyceps. Which, if you remember that name or thing, like, what is that? Something like, that's the that's the zombie ant mushroom, or at least the family. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Which is sort of why these might not be that conscious of corpses, and it might just be uh, mushrooms playing house. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I it's, love it. It's Necromancy, technically. It legitimately makes me want to play Razors. Oh, I thought you were gearing up to say something. No, she's no, typing. No, I just see my, I see my box lighting, so I'm trying to adjust the gain so it stops it. Or is it Roman? It's one of you two. I'm not typing It's anything. Roman. Look at that nice, smug little face. Yep. And doing a terrible job of it, I might add. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Anything worth so, doing is worth doing badly. This is a new keyword. We're pretty sure it's going to be the one of the few remaining starter boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, it, it fits, that'd make a lot of sense. It fits the format, especially because they call out another model, so it fits like the Harris J five and Harrison Fratzum call outs, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, they're henchmen. They're versatile yeah. henchmen. Um, yeah, versatile henchman with an untouched Klaus. keyword. Yeah, seems seems pretty starter boxy if you ask me. So while well, we didn't get ironic that that's the Bayou player saying <laughs> that. Well, sadly we didn't get all of the um, starter boxes within the same two year window. I'm glad we're finally finishing. You got to put you got to put the if we're getting resers, then we're going to get guild, and then we'll yeah. have starter for each faction. Hooray! Yeah. Yay. Yeah, those are the last two, aren't they? Yep. Nice. Which makes me excited for what it is. And because of the color combo, I would assume they're coming out in December. You heard it here first. He did it. He cracked the code. 
I sure hope that Cy was loud enough to. Yes. Yes. So it was very, very audible. Oh, it came through. Really got mm-hmm. the point across. <laughs> Excellent. The disappointment. Excuse me. Uh, Gen Con's coming up. We all signed up. We got a decent amount of stuff we wanted. Hooray. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Especially, as- we all get to play a Through the Breach session yeah, together. Heads up for whatever poor sucker is going to be fate mastering <laughs> that game. Sorry yep. about your luck. <laughs> Don't you mean you're welcome? You get a table of five yeah, chuckle one. fucks. We'll, we'll make them rage quit, and then I'll take over. <laughs> we'll bring a pineapple. Yeah. Ooh, good plan. Just show up with a pineapple. Do we bring? Do we this... bring one pineapple as a group or five pineapples? <laughs> this poor master has never heard our eat. podcast. I think. Oh, no. I think we bring one pineapple with Ferris's face on it, and mm, we, we like a jack o' lantern. Yeah, we, well, we we refer to it as mm. Ferris. Like we, we, we have conversations with situation. it. Yeah, we, we our fifth, our sixth yeah. player. Yeah, it, it's a it's a Wilson situation, yep. and we are all Tom Hanks. With pre-generated characters, because it says we can in the description. Oh. And our character sheets <laughs> oh, are no. printed on pineapples. No. Oh God! <laughs> it says we can use pre-generated characters. Did it specify any sort of experience level? It says that we can bring our own characters, though. It, it just oh, doesn't God, no. it specify which. It just says, like, made it's from these right. books. All right, we gotta, we gotta coordinate. All five of us are gal. Hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Sounds like a session is zero is a recording yes, episode yes. in our future. Oh, God. All right. It's supposed to be like... Uh, what was the description? It was not a masquerade, but it sounded it's very, the- like, social-based. It's Memento Mori. Uh, they're like reading off a will, and we have adventures to go through in order to get what we're getting out of it, I guess, I think. This will be fun. This is going to be good. Yep. You finally come up with that oops all gremlins score. Here at the reading of the will. <laughs> Bogart Jones. It's it's just five gremlins and a trunch tucket. And that person <laughs> we're pretending to be is the person that is receiving the thing from the will. Hang on, I'm I'm a little off. I we we've been invited to attend the funeral of an acquaintance and stand to receive a modest inheritance. So there is something there, uh, provided we can complete the deceased last oh, will no. and testament before oh, the no. end of the night. Okay, I, I need to make a correction. Oh, it says pre-generated, or we can create a brand new faded character at one of our through the breach from shadows faded of the three kingdoms events. Oh. So we can, if we want to, make a fuckload of weebs. <laughs> <laughs> All like an go. anime convention. Just oh, oh just uh, just a fuck ton of weebs just trying to ruin this funeral. So hypothetically, were we to make uh, weeb gremlins, which ten thunders <laughs> would we be cosplaying as? <laughs> uh, we need to move on, or we're never going to get to yeah, madness and malice yep. at this rate. We will cover this that is, on another, this is another episode. Recording. <laughs> This is just real shit posting hours. I yep. figured out how to work talking Makaras into this. There, oh, this is, we have new information. It's like maybe a copycat thing. Yeah, that would, I mean, that's a gremlin thing for sure. Anyways, moving on. Uh, going back to Marco. Going back to Marco. Good things happen. Uh, hopefully, this will come out with some time between the publication and the actual event. We're doing a charity tournament in Iowa. Charity tournament along with two other, three other events. 
one of them being like a cutthroat kitchen, but Malifaux. Um, the other one being Bonanza Raw in Kyle's basement. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. And Vagrant Song, a Vagrant Song marathon for anyone who's not wanting to do a five round tournament. Put on a Victoria. But still yeah. wants to hang out yeah. with us. Friends. Friendship. Friends. Yeah. Yes, show up, please, or donate to it. We're yeah. raising money for children's cancer charities. Yes. I yes. Also, specifically uh, getting rid of children's yes. cancer, not giving yeah, out I, more I children's cancer. Nobody to say wants raising that. raising money for children's cancer, and I've <laughs> managed to not say that yet. Yes. Yet. Yet. Um, any other news, news stuff? I mean, related to good things happen, I currently have in my possession a beautifully painted uh, Lord Cooper crew that will be raffled off. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yay. Painted by Robert Singer, and it is it is beautiful. We're just it waiting. Really is. Did he did he ever find Model Nine? Yes, he found Model nice. Nine. Very cool. So it's the whole core yep. box and a Malasaurus Rex. Nice. Ooh, if I ever get that uh, whiskey gone back, that will also go up probably for raffle. Also uh, of note, he specifically when painted pain, painting these painted the uh, the totems, the three runaways as the three. Uh, primary gingers on this podcast. I like Are we secondary gingers? Yeah. You're honorary yeah. gingers. Okay. We have our souls surgically yeah. remote. Yeah. Okay. It's very big of you. Hobby progress. Yeah. Yeah. I put that on there because I'm, I'm doing hobby again. Yeah. <laughs> Assembly is technically uh-huh. hobby. Yes. Yes. Speaking of which, I'm down to like a month's worth of models, so... Starting to run out. I've done all of Romans. Yeah! And, yeah, I'll just give those to you in a I, couple of weeks. I was going to say, note to self, leave room in the car. <laughs> um, I finished a very colorful Old Barbaros for Brian, again. It's very good. Nice. Um, yeah. Now, finally getting around to finishing Tony 2. And I want to get Roman's birthday present. <laughs> <laughs> done before the tournament. <laughs> Which is funny because Barbaros was also a birthday present for Brian. And it's seven months late. Hey, Doug, a wise man once said, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. We understand. <laughs> how how late was I in, in getting the uh, the pieces of the birthday present for you to do to and, you? And... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> also months. <laughs> Um, the other thing of note oh there he goes he disappeared he reappeared oh yeah four character sheets what's on those character sheets Doug Um, it's a lot of it's a lot of gremlins it's a lot of gremlins (laughs) I'm finally starting the through the breach living tabletop RPG game thing uh, now officially tiled the Bayou United Teamwork and Troubleshooting Squad. Spell it out in your head. Yeah. Uh, and yep. it is a... You randomly get the character sheet, and you will roleplay that character until they die, and then you get a new character sheet, and you will roleplay that character until they die, and then you'll get a new character sheet. <laughs> I just want to do a quick shout-out to whoever listened to this. And it's still spelling out B A Y O U. 
someone heard spell it out and is spelling out all the words and hasn't figured out that they're doing it wrong. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. And I'm happy yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah we love uh, you. But, yeah, I generated... I'm not done. I need your guys' help to kind of finish mm. with the yeah. skills, but I've generated 54 different gremlins from different clans, and they're all different pursuits. And... Yeah, it's just going to be dumb, dumb, dumb fun. And it'll be, it'll be nice because, you know, if you draw, draw a new character, you get to name them. And any sort of leveling up will happen to all the characters you touch. So the character that dies, well, they'll go back in the stack. They'll still get experience. Nice. Do they just come back to life later on? Yeah, maybe we'll just click. <laughs> That's and fine. The second, the third. <laughs> Junior. Junior, junior, junior. Yeah, the, the, the gremlins pop out kids so quick that it just, oh, we've we've made enough right. of them that this might as well stuff. be a, a twin just yeah. in a later generation. No, he died, so we recycled the name. Mm-hmm. Man, mm-hmm. Billy Bob Jepsen, he came out of the womb real skilled. <laughs> He's <laughs> yeah, at like I, 10 levels. I originally just randomly went with whatever the names were generated, but like a third of them were Jepsen's somehow. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, wait, what? <laughs> Jepsen's like the hardest one to get. Um, yeah. It's all in the reflexes. No, it's not. It has the same Oh, I thought it was one of the harder ones to get. Well, like, every single different combination of suits in in four is an available option, but technically you have as much luck in getting four rams as you do a ram, a tome, a mask, and a pro. Anyways, that's that. Victoria? I'm just frantically working on cosplay and trying not to become a sobbing wreck as I continue to do this fucking triangle trim. So many goddamn triangles. What's the triangle trim for? A Tokyo Mimi cosplay. For myself and the child. Pardon. Nice. And, like, I don't really even want to work on the Tokyo Mimi cosplay right now. I really want to work on the Malifaux cosplay. Um. (laughs) Um... Does anyone else want to talk about hobby progress? Yeah, I've uh, actually been uh, making some progress on my art project that's been sitting and languishing and making very small movements. And then, like, over the last week or so, I've really been pushing forward on painting up my Hoffman crew, including the Nightmare Box. Uh, This has been especially fun because... There's been extra 3D printed pieces added on to make them even more Dark Souls, and I've been painting them as specific Dark Souls characters as much as possible. So it's real fun, and I'm looking forward to... I'm still waiting on on a paint uh, that I'm getting for the Peacekeeper dragon uh, to make that look like a specific dragon in there. But right now I have like a, a playable crew otherwise, and I look forward to posting pictures when those are done. Yay! Yay! Yeah. Praise the sun. Praise the sun and such. Eli, I guess? I ain't doing shit. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, that's not true. You researched cosplay stuff. You asked questions. Researched is, I clicked on the links that you sent me. (laughs) That is more than I did. I mean, fair, same, honestly. (laughs) I, I, I want to do the cosplay. It's a matter of if I will be able to do it with uh, with my current situation of trying to get a new job and move to a different state. Reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. The, the puns finally became too much. Yeah. Eli's trying to run away from me. I don't blame you. <laughs> I've learned yeah, how to I don't either, honestly. The chains that keep me in the basement. Yeah. It's ah. really impressive, honestly. He does that all with his toes. 
Now he just does it for fun. <laughs> Gotta get those so what I'm toes. Hearing, you know people like that. What mm-hmm. I'm hearing is foot picks. Nice. Yeah, literally, literally foot foot lock picks. Yes. New addition to the uh, that was the joke for my fans. I I know. <laughs> I was you you set it up. I spiked it. <laughs> Seven. Right. We're back. We figured out our audio problems. Who uh, was uh, talking? All of us at one point or another. I think Roman was still talking about his hobby progress. Excuse me. Uh, I had finished up and Nate was trying to... Eli. Yeah, Eli was, yeah, Eli Eli. was talking. I was done talking. We were justifying Eli's research. We were justifying, yes. Yeah. And then we were... Okay, so then it's Nate. Nate time. Go. Nate. Um, Nate. Vaguely not recalling what I've done since the last time we recorded. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have an overabundance of problems. Um, I've been mostly catching up on Malifaux Burns stuff, paint-wise. And I realized that Sebastian Baker, Seamus, looks a lot like Bruce Campbell. Hmm. Just look at huh. that jawline. That's fair, honestly. Yeah, right? But yeah, it's been been mostly that. A lot of a lot of various stuff. I just got Tara and Maxine done. Just finished Von Stuck, among other things. I've been actually firing up my 3D printer for some stuff just to kind of monkey around with that because it's been a minute. So Was some of that me. stuff a uh, a chainsaw to replace Seamus' hand with? Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't. He doesn't need a cleaver. Why not? Give him a chainsaw instead. Yeah, <laughs> slightly more conspicuous of a serial. Yeah, <laughs> he'll be fine. Hail to the king, baby. Groovy. I mean, maybe he's just a very special executioner. <laughs> free, free range, range executioner. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Shop smart. Um, <laughs> we don't kick dead horses over here. What are you talking about? No, we resurrect them and give them human torsos. And, and then kick them. <laughs> I'm sorry, just a horse with a horse head and horse legs and even a horse tail, but just a human torso. Oh. Oh. Why would you... Why? <sighs> Blame Roman. I'm, Might as well. I usually That's do. what I'm here for. That Regular wasn't his mic. idea. And? He wasn't the one that said that. That was you. And? He's the one who gave me the idea? We blame Roman anyways. Yeah, but fine. now I'm thinking about the opposite of just a horse torso with human head, arms, and legs. A horse-o. <laughs> anyways, we're talking about Madness of Malifaux. Are we? Yeah. yeah. Starting now, we are, yes. Starting now. It only Officially. Us, um, some time. A little over 40 minutes. Whoops. Yeah, you know, that sounds about right. But yeah, that break. Tracks. let's talk about Madness and Malifaux um, and how everything sucks and people are dying left and right. Yeah, it's um, great. Uh-huh. I was just go through what's happened up until now. Um, the entirety of Malifaux Burns' story was pretty much like the preamble to the Burning Man showing up. Um, and we missed all the fun parts, pretty much. <laughs> so, like, oh, this build up, and oh, the Birdie Man's gonna show up, and it's gonna be so freaking cool. And then we go to like half a year later, it's like, oh man, Burning Man showing up is real bad, but now he's gone. 
He's been gone for like it, a month. Is it half a year later? I thought it was shorter than that. It's sometime. It's, it's some. There's a time skip. Okay, we yeah. skipped. We skipped the so, big CGI battle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looking looking back at Malifaux Burns, though, I definitely like in my head. I'm seeing it as since it's all happening at that 5:47 or whenever it is that he shows up. Um, and you're just jumping from scene to scene. It definitely like plays in my head as uh, like a super stylized Guy Ritchie uh, scene of just like the cameras going from here to here to here to here to here. Just yeah, and you're well, just seeing it happen all at once. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was just one thing I noticed about Guy Ritchie films, or at least the old ones. Mm-hmm. Wednesday. 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 <laughs> Big kitty. But yeah. No, I was actually, you know, what it reminds me of is, uh, like, a really, like, big cliffhanger ending to the season of a TV show, and then you get to episode one of the next one, and it's like, boy, I'm glad we got out of that thing, we're not going to explain <laughs> it for a couple more episodes. Yeah. Wow, oh, there God, are things that happen that are going to cause consequences that you're going to see, Man, and we're was, going to have to talk crazy. about why. <laughs> yep. Do you imagine that thing that happened? That was wild. <laughs> oh, boy. But, like, I understand because, yeah. you know, when the Burning Man shows up and everything hits the fan, and it would be, like, cool visually, but if you're reading a story, just everyone panicking and fighting cultists is not going to really yeah. be a story. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. And I, 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 from a story perspective, I think this is also a, a, for the medium, better way to show just absolute chaos happening. Because if you just write mm-hmm. down either, hey, absolute chaos happened, like that doesn't carry a ton of uh, punch to it. And if you describe everything that's happening, you've described it, it's no longer absolute chaos. Whereas if you just go, this happened, and now everybody's looking back going, here's a puzzle piece, here's a puzzle piece, here's a puzzle, and we have to... some chaos. Exactly. We we get more of a sense of, especially having having gone through, like, COVID lockdown now, I I feel like we all have a, a better idea of, oh man, if I look back at that traumatic time, like, not everything fits blur. together, right? That sure was a time skip. Yep. Things happened. Not entirely sure what all of them were. Yep. Unfortunately, things are still happening. Yeah. I just want to see after the, the Burning Man uh, lockdown happens, who took up like baking and sourdough versus we, we know who took up <laughs> cocktailing. We know that much. Um, he didn't just stop. Has, exactly. He just has a house full of houseplants now. <laughs> Yes. Okay. So let's see. Start off with the Burning Man talking to himself or something like that. As as much as a nigh primordial like nature being can the way I, I really like how they've they've written the yeah. Burning Man of just like it's not quite thoughts, mm-hmm. but it's the the swirling attempts it's at direction. thoughts. Yeah, it's a consciousness. Yeah, like you but not quite sentience. Yes. Two consciousnesses, put them in a blender. Conscious eye? Set them on fire. Conscious odes. Ooh. Uh, then we move to, like, Governor Marlowe and, uh, you know, talking in about his ruined all, office. The bad, all the bad shit that happened and f- just very loudly point out the watch that's definitely not listening in on this conversation yep. or anything. Yeah, that's yeah. the only reference we get to Fraud Shim is that uh, Gigi's got a timepiece. Yeah. 
which if you read Frodsham's bit later on his model, he provides these high-end type timepieces that are totally not listening devices that he can get all the information out of. Totally not. not. Uh, then short blurb, hey, Shenlong exists. Moving on to Arcanist, which really kind of take up the whole, I don't want to say lion's share of the story, but Damon gets two it's, large, three large chunks dedicated to him. Yeah, himself. he's yeah, kind of become the confluence of where everything's knitting together. Yeah, there's a pretty even split between Arcanist's um, tier, well, Arcanist and Ten Thunders kind of cross because there's the the stuff that comes later um, and then the stuff with Tiri and then the kind of the guild stuff are kind of the big three focuses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And fairness, I mean, of- in the, like outside of the fluff, Damien is also like one of the main com- topics of conversation. <laughs> so, Right. But, but in the story, it's, it's less of a problem. <laughs> Um, I, I do want to call <laughs> out the, the Shenlong exists blurb. It's literally like two, what? Two sentences. In a paragraph. Yeah, in, in that paragraph, my immediate thought reading that is like, cool, like things are happening. You know who you know who he's being right now? He's being raspy. Oh, I have this tyrant inside me. I'm not letting them do anything. And this is important. I'm just gonna be a little shit to this tyrant that can't fucking stop me. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly, this is the most I've liked Shenlong. Yeah, same. <laughs> Uh, is that literally all he gets is the blurb that you read where he's like in a pool meditating? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. at least he gets a blurb, a lot of masks. Yeah, he gets don't. a blurb. Mm-hmm. That's fair. It's just like. How you doing, Doug? Nothing. Uh, I'm I'm just, I have particular eyes for one lady. And so whenever she doesn't get any love. She mm, gets she mentioned has. by Damien later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Imagine characters you love pretty much getting ignored by the plot. That'd be crazy. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be wild. Be, at least I'm not in your shoes, to be fair. Thank thank you for, for putting me in. Yeah, give me perspective. Anyways, Damien's doing like, hey, uh, Ramos gave me some letters and I'm going to hand them to people because I'm his little errand boy or something. I don't I don't really know why he's doing this. Do they really give a good reason? Mostly, I think, to remind you that Ramos is is there, and while is in while he's in prison, still has still some alive. kind of ability to reach out and touch things. The other thing, though, is I don't think it's letters. I think it's letter because when he hands yeah. that letter to Colette, she they they're like, "Did anybody else get these?" And he's like, "I just got this one to hand to you." And like, I'm not his errand boy, but we we'd had moments where our interests like walk the same path. So we, we worked with each other. Uh, so I, I figured I'd do this for him. And that leads to her basically going, yeah, sure. If our interests coincide, sure. Let me know. And I'll do the same is effectively what that does. It, it was, it works. It's interesting. I'm glad it's not just him being connected to either Ironsides or Karis as like, you two are the, the heads of the faction, quote unquote. Also, is- notably, Damien is meeting her to get a copy of the evil book. Yes, specifically a not uh, a, a complete, not censored copy of uh, the of evil book. Air. Yeah, and isn't it, it, it? It's like in like a lead-lined valise yeah, a or lead-lined something. Purse. <laughs> yeah, that should be an upgrade. Yeah, lead-lined <laughs> purse. Lead-lined purse. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he gets he gets the evil book, and I like how they point out that Colette is in disguise, but not at all in disguise. Yeah, she's got feathers poking out of her dress. Yeah, she's like, I'm gonna throw in a coat, and I'll be perfectly inconspicuous, very conspicuous, Colette. <laughs> no one will know. No one will recognize one of the most recognizable celebrities in Malifaux who performs on stage every week. Yep. My my head canon with this is like. She's out there doing this to be a distraction to the rest of her girls that are actually doing the smuggling work. Yeah, I, it 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 appears to it like am I get the impression like she wants to not be noticed at first glance, but at second glance, they're like, "Oh, that's Colette," and she's like, "Yes, it's me, Colette." <laughs> Dubs. Yep. Okay. Poof. Uh, Pocket dove. <laughs> yeah. No, I just. <laughs> thought and now this needs to happen in like fourth edition she can she can summon doves right but what if she summons lots of doves they like you know how a lot of magicians like to keep them in their sleeves what if she has like five thousand doves in her sleeves and she just like sprays them at you like a, a wizard? dove projectile attack can can this be if we're gonna stick with this as a summon can she summon a 50 mil base of doves that is hazardous oh. terrain and can just move through people swarm dove markers yeah swarm she's replacing doves. ramos in that her doves can make a swarm of doves Yes. <laughs> Sky spiders. <laughs> oh God, please don't get please don't make the doves. Hey Ramos, did you know that some 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 spiders have wings? Oh god. Oh. They knit themselves air parachutes with uh with their silk. It's cool. Well, going back to Marco, aka Damien's <laughs> hideout. We can yep. we can we don't get anything of Marco, right? And mentioned, he's mentioned briefly by Bella. Okay. Yeah. He is mentioned in passing. Can, no. <laughs> Marco probably, exists. Yeah. He's probably busy being the fuck soup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Ledger is just pickpocketing everybody and swindling them out of stuff. <laughs> um, I mean, there's a reason they're missing together at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Pocket Marco. Yeah. Um, I I do want to <laughs> say I really mine liked... Was, my mind was going, but all right. Yeah. Uh, pocket, quote-unquote, Marco. Um, anyway, one thing I want to point out that I really liked is Damien does a good job at, like, coming across as not like Ramos where he has, like, efficiency plans within plans, but more like he's definitely doing that chess thing if I'm seeing every piece on the board and looking ahead. And that's cool. I was expecting that. What I wasn't expecting was, like, the way he and Bella interact, uh, it, it feels very domestic. Like it, yeah. and I really like that. Like they're not necessarily in a relationship, but it really speaks to the connection they have post him being a, a witchling stalker. Yeah, platonic life partners. Yeah, Pl- it's a little plat- bit platonic little lack bit. of magic in my soul partners. It's a little bit Batman Alfred, but not quite. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, that that's exactly that. Because yeah, she is sassing the hell out of him, and I love it. It, it really feels like a sitcom. To yeah. Me. yeah, yeah. Yeah, just the, the Damien hideout show. Like like a three-camera sitcom. Where like, Ledger, Marco, Bella, and Damien. Marco just this squirts their, this in their underneath lives. the gap in the door, and everyone's like clapping. Like, hey, oh! Marco! Yeah, no, Damien was honestly surprisingly likable. Yeah. Like, I, I was not expecting to go into this book liking Damien. Same. It's just a More guy. than I expected to. Yeah. Like, he he's not a favorite character, but I'm not upset that the camera followed him a lot. 
Yeah. He's, he's, it's like he has the ideas of the Arcanist where it's like, hey, I want to get everyone to like be able to learn magic. And I don't care if you're poor or rich. If you've got magic abilities, you deserve to use them. But without yeah. the like extreme terrorism idea of the rest of the Arcanists. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to bring that up earlier. He really seems like he's kind of usurping what Sam Deep was supposed to be. Yeah. A, a little bit, yeah. 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 Okay. Headcanon here. Headcanon here. Like, Sandeep kind of goes off the deep end and stops doing the whole mentorship the thing after, after Loeth. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they do mention I, that. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I think that's my theory. Is like, maybe you just stopped and Damon's like, okay, I'll, I'll be the guy. Yeah. Because he, he's also talking about in that first section, like, essentially the, the empty space left after Ramos was gone, because their hideout is one of Ramos's old uh, storehouses. There's, like, giant spiders and shit in there. And they're they're talking between him and, and, and Bella Thorpe. I forget exactly how he puts it, but, like, who in the Arcanist would, like, fall first? And he's like, it's going to be Hoffman or it's going to be Sandeep. Because Hoffman, every time he shuts down one of these hideouts, learns a little bit more about what Ramos was doing and what he knew and adds that to his efficiency magic knowledge and Sandeep had other things he was going about, but he seems haunted by something. And it's interesting to me that with all of the random nuanced, hard to find out shit that Damien apparently knows, or at least guesses at, he doesn't apparently know that important nugget about Sandeep's past. Several important nuggets, probably. But I, I just think that's an interesting blind spot for him to have. I'm looking at his uh, aspirant artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, how the how the fuck is he supposed to hide that sword? Like they'd say, he's hiding it <laughs> right at the start of this at the start of his story. Hammer space. But, yeah, yeah, that thing's the size of a fucking surfboard. Where is it going? He, he's well. I don't know, but my my one thought on that is if you look at the Witchling stalkers, like those are not full swords. They're fucking wide, but they're like broken off halfway. So maybe it's not as long as you would think. I'm pretty sure it says that he's just got it in a bag. <laughs> he's got that bitch bagged up. Hold oh on. my god, does he have like Looney Tune powers where he just sets like a doctor's bag down and reaches yeah, he's got, and he's got hammer space. And yeah. then he's got like a five foot sword. I'm he's got hammer sure, space. I'm pretty sure they mentioned he just had it wrapped in like cloth mm. on his back. A bundle mm. wrapped in burlap, laced uh, on over one shoulder. And then when he pulls hey, it out, sailors, he, is yeah. that an ironing board in your pocket? Or are you happy to see me? That's <laughs> not suspicious at all. <laughs> I mean, most people look at him, see his horribly scarred up face, and go, ugh, and step away yeah. from him, so they're probably not concerned about the bag on his back. I'm hideous. Also, like, are you gonna mess with a dude who has a, what is obviously a sword, the size of a surfboard, yeah. strapped to his back? Like, are you gonna... Or are you going to just, like, look the other way and pretend <laughs> nothing happened? Not my problem. On, on top of all of the, the scarring and the, if you see yeah. under his, his wraps at all, the, the like, scarred the over runes on his arms. Like, no. And while while he's, like, wearing nice clothes. I'm like, like no, this dude, I don't want to yeah, fuck like, with that guy. This dude's clearly nah. had the top of his head cut open and he's walking around. Like, do you want to fuck with that? No. Nah. Yeah. Not nah. so much. Like, I saw nothing. In nope. the second secret mouth. Go go about your business, Mister Ravencroft. Yep. Also, really dig the way they described. Like he he used to have magic, and now he has the absence of it. 
in this whole world of, of, hey, people have magic. It's not that he doesn't have it. It's that he is this black hole of magic is, is new and interesting to what we've, we've seen. Yeah. It's a fun concept to play with. Yeah. He just stops it though. He's not like Kirby. Yeah. But that's, uh, but what if though? He's uh, not no. Kirby yet. <laughs> oh Please yeah. No. I guess that is uh, the other one. Yep. Um, the, and, and, Spoilers for anybody not having read it yet. A, go read it, you cowards. Um, the if you're the, listening to this episode, yeah, go go read it, you cowards. The whole reason he is trying to read the flame is because it's like, well, I'm going to hold the book in my magic draining hands while I read this, so it's It'll not going to infect my brain meats. It's going to be great. That's yeah. definitely it's definitely going to work out, just like censoring it would. Yeah. This isn't hubris. It's yeah, gonna be fine. Absorbing, absorbing the crazy magic is much better than. It's gonna be good. He's got he's got like runes and stuff. It's it's fine. He's got runes, he's got runes Victoria. <laughs> it's been censored. He has so many, no, it hasn't been censored. <laughs> yep. And on that front, he actually does call out Maxine, uh, which again is interesting that he happens to know what she oh, was dear, doing with fine. the book. Yeah. Um, I- I feel like what happened to her is not public knowledge, but relatively well known. Probably like, at, at, yes, and most of like a cautionary tale, like, "Hey, don't even fucking read this thing; it's been censored." What's interesting to me is it's implied that he knows like about her and like has respect for her mental like t- like he's like, "Oh wow, even someone as smart as Maxine wasn't able to do this." Basically, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. they, they had the opportunity to shit talk Nelly and they passed it up. I'm so mad. <laughs> okay, I have a I have a slight head right here. As they do far kind as of shit talk Nelly in the guild section where they're like, "What the fuck are they printing in the Tattler?" Yeah, like eh, they fire their copy editor. <laughs> no. As long as ne- as long as Nelly doesn't say anything bad about the guild, they can say whatever. So fuck it. Fire She's bright and beautiful three times in one paragraph. Like, what the fuck? That is was this? weird. At that point, they should just be worried that she's saying the same words repeatedly and not thesaurusing them to high heaven. Or making up new ones. Yeah. Anyways, your headcanon, Roman. Headcanon. Who else Ivan. do we know that... It's Ivan. It is. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Ivan Harkin has connections. Yep. Like, if there's anyone who's going to get that information to other people, it's Ivan. Mm-hmm. And Mordrake was in that office... Yep. Right before everything went sideways. Yep. I think that might be a, a future link that we see, and that would be He's super still not cool. Darkness, though. I know. I don't care. That's fine. Shut up. That's 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 four uh, e. Yeah. Wait, he's not an arcanist <laughs> currently, Nate. I just go up to I don't know someone the the person that speaks for the Explorer Society and be like, "Hey, we'll trade you our bald white guy, not the gold one." You give us your probably bald white guy. Please. <laughs> Little do you know they've already swapped places. <laughs> like, he's even... You didn't, didn't even, even notice. Damien's even wearing... Like, if you put this outfit in front of me and said an Arcanist Master was wearing it, I'd be like, that's obviously fucking Charles Hoffman. I mean, his 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 title version is even wearing, like, a red vest. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. So- he's just trying to be Hoffman. The the red brocade hey, was was good, big in the art. Fit. Yeah. Oh, also aside aside, th- two other asides for Damien because I don't know if I'll remember when we come up. One, uh, his sword, d- die thou unsung. 
I cannot not read it as D thou unsung uh, because I think just because of the Simpsons joke, which would make it the thou unsung. And the other thing is his name, his fucking name and his fucking outfit screams vampire. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 100%. He, he do. There be, are no he vampires in vampire. <laughs> uh, He's a magic vampire. He is a magic vampire. Holy fuck. <laughs> They're just always going to skirt that. It's like, he's a vampire, but not a vampire. Yep. No vampires in Malifaux. We're going to get every no other type of vampire say. other than traditional, like, I find to suck vampire. your magic. Yeah. <laughs> I want to suck your black blood. No. <laughs> yeah, no, we actually, we, we, we also get that, though, so. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, that's, so that's a different vampires. part of the story. We've been talking about Damien. Basically, this part of the story ends where he gets a message. He's like, hey, meet me at this place in time. And he's like, I'm going to go meet this person at this place in time. And Bella's like, no, you're dumb. It's a trap. And he's like, I don't and? care. I have like no self-preservation, yet I'm still alive somehow. And <laughs> what a fucking dumbass. I love him. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the puzzle box with his like leftover remnants of his self that he copied is just like undulating in the corner like yeah i'm i'm fine don't worry about me yep. no it'll be then, it'll be fine bella you'll be with me <laughs> so i guess i'm assuming the puzzle box floats around on that magical cloud of itself but think for a second what if it just very poorly rolled around the floor like bb8 and and yes it, what it's absolutely. doing is it's looking for the exact configuration of how it goes together where it would have eight legs So, anyways, we get a little <laughs> bit about Takanya. Good podcast, uh, guys. Let's wrap it up. She's just chilling, I guess. Yep. Another another paragraph for another master that's not directly involved with Takanya yep. going. Yeah, I'm. I'm, uh, I'm going to kill people, probably. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm opening up the the court after the Burning Man made things upset. Uh, I guess we're going to recoup now that things aren't on fire. Cool. Good job. Yep. Go team. Go team. He's taking a nap. But like a shorter nap than the last one. Yeah. Hey, look, Nekima. <laughs> Did I skip this part? I don't recall reading this. The the one paragraph about Titania. No, no, the the like two pages of Nekima. About, uh, the two pages of Nekima trying to summon. Uh, the two pages of Nekima Bingus. getting ready to like. Yeah. Go, go summon Daddy. Yeah, fair. So Nekima goes into the woods, brings a bunch of her goons with her, and says, "Hey, I want to talk to Castor. You're caught up." <laughs> Well, no, she's she has her shaman go. Hey, I want to talk to the big council of Ubi Goodies. Yeah, yeah. that's a key Yeah, at which translates Lucy to big council of Ubi Goobies. Yeah, yeah. It's a direct Neverborn translation. It's yeah. a name we've been seeing popped up in fluff, especially through yeah. the breach for a while. Yeah, so we, it is cool to see it relevant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me make my joke. Sorry, now, go the on. only thing left is like the. The, the moon shaman people things. I think that's the, the only the, thing we the, really the haven't gotten to from the From Nightmares book. I feel like there's more than that. Maybe. Uh, that was the other thing that stood out to me. is like It was with the, the, the big named Nephilim characters. It was Castor, the one priestess, the moon priestess lady person thing. Or it might be Dream. I don't, anyways, moving on. That's not part of this. We all... That's not in this story. Nekima. Yep. Uh, Maxine's crazy. Some more, yes. Some more crazy. Mm-hmm. No more no more thoughts on Nekima, or do we just pretty much cover that? She comes back. Don't worry about it. 
I no, think no, fair it's, enough. I think it's interesting though that like she's sitting there talking to them and they're like this close to being like, Yeah, you're not actually the queen. <laughs> yep. She's like in there stomping the her disrespect. feet like a toddler and like they're super close. It's like, oh, you want to take the uh, the actual like claiming of the queendom, or are you just going to keep calling yourself that? Yeah, basically. Yep. And she's like, also, there's definitely like just a very subtle disrespect going throughout the entire. Yeah, yep. I I kind of wonder how much of that disrespect would still be there had she paid their dues, as it were, with something other than a I'm-about-to-die-anyway shaman. Yeah. Mm. Also, like, like they, they've they got, like, titles for her for how shitty she is. Yeah. Like, oh, Starcross, Sister Killer, Blood Taker, how's it, how's it fucking going, dipshit? <laughs> yep. <laughs> also, also, notably, just, just as, as a note for anyone who didn't read From Nightmares... Uh, it is pointed out that the Itikite are practitioners of the dread art, aka necromancy. Ooh, it wasn't necromancy. It's not. Your it's face different. is necromancy. I mean, it kind of feels like the Neverborn version of like the Marshals, where it's yeah, it's necromancy, but it's like right. anti necromancy, necromancy. But it's yeah. better necromancy. Controlled necromancy. Very. I'm not touching you. Very, energy. very, very elitist necromancy. <laughs> right. Yeah, instead of necromancy, it's more necromancing. And again, vampires. Harold Toll is delightful. Yes. Oh, God, the war crimes. <laughs> the war criminal. <laughs> he's a fun war crime. I love this boy. Yeah, no, he, he, with as much as Hoffman's the puppy, Toll is like the party puppy. <laughs> is the, like, he, he's scrappy dude. Like, dude, you're crazy. <laughs> he's a, he's but a I can't boy. help. Yeah, yeah. You're crazy, he, and I want to pet you. Energetic pit bull. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you've got you've got Sonya, who's like the like the goth girlfriend war criminal, and he's like the golden retriever boyfriend war criminal. <laughs> yeah, who, yeah, who's gone to too many rock shows without earplugs? Yep. Who has definitely hit on Sonya at least once? He dro- yep. He dropped one earplug every rock show, and it was always the right one. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I just realized, like, the exact energy he gives off, at least in my mind, my head canon. He's Mr. Torg. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I call yeah, he's, that. He's got big yeah, Torg you did. energy. I call yeah, that, you did. too. <laughs> Good job, Eli. That's I'm too many syllables. Apologize. <laughs> a bombastic, energetic, blows shit up guy with maybe a few more brain cells than Mr. Torg, but only a few. Most of them are in the cat. <laughs> Yeah, and 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 we have we have confirmation the cat is named Walter. Yeah, and his rank, sergeant. Yes, hell yeah. Yeah, that is, a, that is a cat with rank. I don't know who <laughs> at Weird uh, did this or specified this, but they knew we would be fucking mad and we'd get grumpy at them if they didn't give names to all these fucking pets. Of course, yep. yeah. And they're right. Yep. They're a thousand we'd percent yell. right. There would be a riot. We'd show up at Weird headquarters with all of our pineapples. <laughs> Threateningly. Truckload of threatening <laughs> Okay. Brandishes so, pineapples threateningly. <laughs> so Marlo and Hoffman go to greet Toll. And the they're talking about like how much of a loose cannon he is and, and stuff. Uh and then they're supervising all the like weapons of war they're 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 getting off this train, and I'm just this is this is an upscale in violence. A now bit overkill, yeah, probably, for a city. A step up. Now, when, like, 
I, I mentioned this concern before, but like again, Toll is an escalation of conflict that Malifaux really hasn't seen. Uh, he is a the other side character that has come to Malifaux, <laughs> and the way I can, and personally, the way I can explain it out is if most of Toll's resources goes towards fighting off like the cultists and the Burning Man and whatnot, that I can live with because otherwise. <sighs> Why is Explosion Man not like steamrolling everything? <laughs> yeah, no. In 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 my in my time playing Guild, every time I had to say, "Oh, I'm bringing Tull against random X Master," it's like this seems a bit excessive. <laughs> I'm bringing artillery against you need pigs. Two <laughs> the pigs have why, artillery. Why, they got a I need it. It's got a name. <laughs> That's equal. The question I still have at that point, though, is if he's, like, blowing up the cultists, I know, Kidding. like, the the quote-unquote officially used section of Malifaux City is a relatively small section, and the cultists and everybody are elsewhere, but it's still part of the city. Uh, yeah. We know the necropolis is under it, and that's what we know is under it. Assuming those explosions break anything else, what else is he waking up or letting <laughs> out? <laughs> So many fun things. And this wait. is why we shouldn't militarize the people in the city. We should have all the guns pointing out. <laughs> okay, he shows up. He needs to use the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> there are an awful lot of poop jokes. <laughs> I don't think it was like for a non- yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't overbearing, but it was noticeable for a non-bayou section of the book. I don't know. Yeah. Like, there isn't. Mm. I think they wanted to just give a very strong impression of the character, and I want to say that did its job. Yeah. I, I found it okay. Kind of delightful. Could have been a lot more crass, but wasn't. I could have lived without it, honestly, but then again, I am very, um, I hate poop jokes, so. So you're never playing Bayou. Yeah, pretty much. I know this about myself, and I have accepted it, and I'm comfortable. Yeah, that's fine. And my identity as a non-Bayou player. Is a non-poop joke enjoyer. <laughs> Two neurons inside the engineer's head collided as they made the connection would lead to a stomach-dropping interpretation of what the information meant. <laughs> I love I love that paragraph. <laughs> that, that is a beautiful sequence of words. Yep. Um, Nellie's just being herself. Being crazy. Going a little crazy. She, she read the crazy thesaurus. So we, we get our uh, sort of info dump on what the Awa are doing and yeah. what their, their whole shtick is. Yeah, I, I really like this, like, Oa Exodus kind of section. The bone curse. The bone curse. Cursing our bones. So, quick rundown. Awa are one of the original inhabitants of Malifaux. They are very technologically oriented. And then uh, Shruve really fucked them up. A little uh, bit. With a curse. With a curse, with a apparently. Curse. A bone curse. Which makes them slowly just sort of burn up. Yeah. On the inside. And they've been uh, sort of supplementing that with mechanical augmentations. Um, and it's also why they're like out wandering the desert. It was explained that one of the ways that kind of staved off the curse was just being near a lot of heat. Sort of like a, a reverse sunburn. Or <laughs> they're, they're being lizards on a hot rock. <laughs> You're, you're cursed to burn up, and the way to reverse the cur- or like halt the curse is to s- almost burn yourself up. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you got to mediate that temperature. 
meet it kind of in the middle. Actually, no, I, I figured it out. Maybe because the, we'll say the curses has somewhat of a sentience, and they're kind of appeasing it by presenting it with the thing that it's made of or about, which is fire. Or could be could be more that since Malifaux is an like inherently magical place, like the desert is like a, also a desert of magic. Ooh. So like there's less energy there. That's a thought. So the curse can't reach them. Yeah. So it's it's less powerful there. So what they need to do is like a group hug with Damien. <laughs> we did it. We, we, we solved, solved the problems. <laughs> Damien, get over here. You're we useful. solved the bone curse. <laughs> Come here. No. We're going to give you a hug. No. Damien. Damien under a pile of awa. <laughs> Group hug. Damien, come here. We need Yay. you to touch our bones. What? <laughs> That's bow, a different bow, No, not bow. that one. Uh, Hot. Yeah, no, I, I love this design. Tears of Kitty. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. The scene with her grandma's kind of sad. Yeah, it's very touching. Yeah. And then and then they put her in a dreadnought. <laughs> I love better. you, Grandma. Get in the robot. <laughs> Granny, get in the robot. <laughs> <laughs> Logan, throw the ball. I like she's she's I would like to believe that she's delusional and it's have you seen the Meet the Pyro video? Yes. Oh, yeah, yes. Very similar to that, but you know, Granny. Yeah. When, granny is like when you're in the robot, stuff. you just see everything is nice and glorious and joyful, and you're just murdering everything with your giant weapons. <laughs> you hugged me in half. <laughs> oh my god! Swords are not for hugging. <laughs> okay, um, let's see. The most important paragraph of the book, the book that confirms Zip is deeply in love with Parker. <laughs> <laughs> yep, tiny. <laughs> Cause he is, he is, yeah. My boy is pining for that, for that bandit. <laughs> he is straight depressed that he had to abandon him. He misses his the one friend. The one thing that has Zip depressed is that Parker isn't there. Yep. Yep. And you're gonna tell me they're just friends? No. Oh my god, roommates. they were roommates. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I gotta fly in the end for me because otherwise Zip has to stop every tree and carve Z and P in a heart. <laughs> See, Zip would take the spirit of that, but he'd try to like carve out a whole paragraph on the tree. <laughs> yep. Come on, weird. Reunite our boys. Yes, let them kiss. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving, moving on. Just make sure Parker doesn't pen and stare him. <laughs> I'm pretty oh, no. sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure their episode's coming out before ours. But we went on a boring conversation, talked about Lindley. But yeah, no, she eats like an anime pro- protagonist. <laughs> She's got big anime protagonist energy. Yep. Just like the most hopeful character we've run into for a very, very long time. Yeah, one hundred percent. She sure. wants to be the uh, Hokage when she grows up. <laughs> yeah. um, the library Hokage. No, she's yeah. very happy being the head librarian. Like, yeah. like she's we, she's oh. nerdy library girl. <laughs> the bibliokage. <laughs> <laughs> That's too good. She's just a hardworking career gal from the big city, and I can't wait till she actually finds herself out in the the wasteland and falls in love with a hunk that runs an apple farm. 
Um, She's got her guard boyfriend. For now. For now. He needs lo- to die tragically so she can go out to... <laughs> Part of me was like, okay, cool. We're just gonna... We're now going to randomly point out that people are in relationships. Cool, because we're traditionally kind of mm-hmm. avoided relationships unless it was with another character in the book. That's very, very rarely happening. Now we're just like, oh, she's got a boyfriend. He's a nondescript guard. He's a dude. He's not gonna die. That's he's that just kind of a just guy. A guy. Another guy in the house. At least he didn't mention he was retiring. Hey, I'm just, I'm just gonna say, looking at another anime possibility here, he's gonna die. She's gonna find an ancient ritual in a book on how to resurrect him, and it's gonna go horribly wrong, and he's gonna become an empty suit of armor that can talk. That'd be quite a story. Yep. She runs into Marcus Tucker, who's got a daughter and a dog. No! <laughs> Is that oh. where Matt Mup came from? God. <clears throat> also, oh. also, he's already fused a girl and a cat. Fuck you. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, and then she goes sees her boss. That definitely wasn't, like, a girl she had a fling with in college. <laughs> There's definitely not some weird energy between them. Well, we get we get a brief interlude about Parker killing a bunch of people at a bar. Yeah, killing a bunch of people at a bar, and also apparently slaughtered a bunch of people at an orphanage. So Parker is doing well. (laughs) Yep, he's doing. He's fine. Also, I just banter between Sue and Mad Dog. Piano player. Oh my god, we have to go get him. Yep from from that scene from that scene alone, I want Sue and Mad Dog to join the uh, the. Uh, McCabe and uh, Lynch party Lynch at the bar of just this sucks. Please make it stop. Oh my fucking god, <laughs> he's literally on fire. He is killing everyone at this casino. <laughs> Come on, dude. Come on, man. Parker, you gotta stop paying staring everybody in the bar. <laughs> Script is made of fabric, my guy. We can't. Okay, fine. Stop. Stop taking a fistful of script, literally. <laughs> he just grabs a fistful of script and it bursts into flames. God and damn everyone, it. Everyone in the, pu- in, in, in the gang is just like, <sighs> Parker, we all still need to eat. Yep. <laughs> Meanwhile, Parker, Parker is burning in the void in his soul that can only be filled by true love's first kiss. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why we need to reunite our boys. Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay, so we need Zip in his balloon to lament the fact that his boyfriend turned into a fiery death vengeance thing and then we need some sort of other bandit with a scar on his face to say that's rough yeah 100% (laughs) (laughs) back to Lin back to Lin uh, yeah, um, Misaki's not doing great on personally no. <laughs> having to listen to a gong every couple of, like, 30 seconds is, would drive me insane. It's a bell, but yes. I, I feel it's like the, the, the low-key chanting would kind of help with that. I feel like that could possibly be soothing. Like Maybe. a lo-fi situation? Uh, yeah. Just vibe into it every once in a while. Yeah. Well, that, that's what the dragon mask is for. It actually has the headphones in it just to lo-fi, to lo-fi it out. bells to jam to. Yeah. <laughs> Lo-fi, lo-fi, Kamenaka bells to be the Oyabon, too. (laughs) Ten hours of lo-fi bells to sleep, too. In 4K. In 4K! Oh, my God. Oh, Masaki, you're doing great. You're doing great, girl. Yep. Ping! Really killing the Oyabon thing. Yep. (laughs) Doesn't she, like, have, like, a mid- 
conversation argument with her dad or something or did i there's there's a line yeah there's a line where she snaps at her dad it's not a phase dad and then the chanting needs to needs to like redouble to calm her down super chanting yeah you want great wife id sal you want great wife id sal um and then and then more lindley yeah 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 then she goes back to the library and does her job yeah, talks about her doing her job at the the library business. There's a joke about erotica. Yeah, hell yeah, specifically with an old lady. Yeah, <laughs> Maya was also a surprise hit from this book, right? right? Yeah, Ma- she is she is a delightful little little old scamp. I love her. Porn is literature. It needs to be in the library alongside everything yep. else. I, mean, I just happen to be the one to take it upon myself to put it in there. Okay? Right? Someone's yeah. got to do it. It might as well be me. I am making a sacrifice. Given given what we found out that like the red library section of the library of all things was warded by a bunch of charm orders, which she is one, and she's like the only one left from what I was gathering from that group. I feel like she's seen enough shit that, yeah, just let the old lady read her porn. It's fine. Yeah, just, yeah. She deserves <laughs> let it. Let Maya read her porn. Yeah. Just casually, like, slip a notebook over to Lynn and it's like no we can't put your erotica in the library and no I'm not going to turn it into a real thing it's like damn it <laughs> just this once just one you know it's it's really telling the things we decide to pick out of these stories <laughs> yeah no no Mia I am not putting your fan fiction of me with the Oyabun into the library <laughs> also I want to point out oh, no. if the library of all things holds everything written no, don't, don't think too hard about it. No, 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 no. no. I, this is okay. this is good. Given what naturally would evolve from our head cannons that happen, and given that Zip is pining the hell out of everything, he has written his own self-insert fanfic of him and Parker <laughs> that is in the library. I'm just imagining Mia finding it, reading it, and it popping to life. <laughs> Suddenly, you have. Zip as written by Zip in the library. So is that again? No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Parker All right. Swooning. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, there's, there was there's a fainting couch. Swoon. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's got to fan go. himself with his cowboy hat. You can't go okay, two no, sentences without hitting I can a make swoon. This worse. I can make this worse. Do it. I can make this worse. Yes. The fanfic has been written. However, Zip is illiterate, and he made Earl do it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no, Kiff, I can, then. Yeah, no. Earl Earl is, is, is Kiff in this case, and Zip as... Earl has as, always been Kiff. Uh, uh, yeah, but specifically, like... Yeah, no, the... the even even having that dictated Taking to dictation. him, yeah, <laughs> that would that would color the the Zep Brannigan-ness, yeah, of of Zip. Oh my god, that's fantastic! Notes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so I'm I'm amending our headcanon of this saloon in the corn this net you know neutral territory in, in the quarantine zone where Earl Burns is just sitting at the bar with several drinks in front of him, just. <laughs> Mad Dog, or, um, Doc Mitchell keeps pouring him for him. Yep. (laughs) Written language was a mistake. (laughs) Ears were a mistake. (laughs) 
Doc, hand me a pencil. (laughs) (laughs) Earl, no, it's not worth it. (laughs) No, I don't need a sharp one. It'll work better with a non-sharp one. It'll hurt more, you twit. (laughs) (laughs) Yup. Oh, man, I haven't watched that in a minute. But yeah, back to back to Lynn doing her job and and Maya also doing her job, but also her job as designed by her and not just Misaki. She's got her own thing going. Yeah. Well, also there is a brief interlude about uh, the Pandora's poke pokeball of tyrants in a box. <laughs> yeah, you having a conversation. Because they use the ten thunders. Yeah, an accidentally mislabeled section. That should probably be a mask, but you know, uh, Pan- it's fine. Pandora Ten Thunders in in uh, 4E confirmed. Uh, you guys <sighs> mad now? I didn't say she'll be dual faction. It'll be fine. But in fourth edition, Dream will be good again. <laughs> oh, promise. <laughs> probably yes. But it'll be in guild. It's, it's Dreamer. He always starts out the edition good. Oh, yeah. Anyways, back to Lynn. Yeah, back to Lynn. Or Maya specifically. Yeah. Yep. Murakami. So it ends up being that, that Maya is the one who had sent Damien the message to be here at this time. I'll let you into the library's back door, number 621-B. Um, back door. Hey. <laughs> um, and the thing I found really interesting about this, because he he's kind of trying to figure out, like, okay, this is probably a trap. We're going to die. Wait, it's not? What? Why are you doing this? Who's telling you to do this? She's like, Nobody. Me. I decided to do this myself. And I, I'm trying to think of another time in the, in the story, the main story, where we've seen a non-master, especially like between two keywords, not have a, a direct allegiance to one or both of them. Right. Like she, she's clearly working for Misaki, but uh-huh. I feel like this is kind of a situation of I've been in the job long enough. They can't fire me. Because I keep surviving <laughs> I things that should kill me, yeah. Right. Um, and so she's just kind of doing what she does, but she's yeah. making her own plans. And I find that really interesting for what is... She's not even a henchman. She's an enforcer on the board. It looked like Eli was going to say something. Sorry, Eli. Oh, I was... Sorry. I was going back to the, the, the tyrant bit in the box. And I, I just read it again, and I... The first time I read it, it says half a tyrant started a conversation up with another prisoner, and I assumed it was the two tyrants. But then it says they're being kept down, like a bigger guy is keeping them down. I'm wondering if the other prisoner is Pandora. I think it is. Yeah, I, I think this is finally more directly confirming, whereas I think previously it's kind of been hinted at, but it could have been interpreted different ways. That Despair was in charge for a while there. As yeah, tyrant torn Pandora is Pandora and Fortune. As yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, huh? Yeah, which is really yeah, really kind of wonky and neat. I, I, yeah, their the fact that they're strange they're, relationship. Yeah, they're they're giving three. Pandora this kind of Jekyll and Hyde, except that Hyde is one and a half people. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyways, the whole Mia Mia thing, like that, I think that's why she was such a surprise hit because she has. A lot of agency for a non-master character. Yeah, yeah. And, a, and a lot of formed motivations beyond, I would yeah. like to eat tomorrow and not die. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a fine yeah. motivation, but, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, but she's, like, she was surprisingly deep, and I, I enjoyed her a lot whenever yeah. she showed up. Mm-hmm. So Damien gets in the library and creams himself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, very much yeah, so. That, yeah. That's about what happens. 
Actually, I should probably. Gr- I'm gonna I'm gonna grab you, Rosinante and use her as my Damien proxy. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> For those of you that didn't get it, Rosinante's outfit is that of Twilight Sparkles from the My Little Pony franchise, and Twilight Sparkle is a big old book nerd. It was the first thing that came to mind because, eh, deal yeah. with it. It's a hell of a cut. Mo- moving on, he steals a book. Was there he anything does. else we wanted to? Yeah. <gasps> Would Damien do just, a thing like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> specifically like, told not to do that thing. Don't take any books from here, otherwise the library won't let you in. Damien's I like, won't. I just need one book. <laughs> Fuck you! I won't do what you told me. <laughs> yep. Fair. Rage against the library. <laughs> Rage against the yep. So I, I'm assuming she doesn't find out he does this because she's still dual keyword. Yeah, I'm. I'm get either that or she was or, hoping he would, and yeah, that feeds into whatever her plan is. It. Yeah, don't take yeah. that book. Don't wink. take any books, Mister Ravencroft. Wink, wink. <laughs> you silly goose. Maybe this, maybe he's her type. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe she's into bald white dudes with burns and runes aren't, and aren't giant vampires. surfboard swords. <laughs> yeah, and and magic sucking capabilities. Or maybe she's just one of those people who doesn't give a fuck about the face, but that body. Uh-huh. Mm. Dude, is she can't wait to see him unbound. <sighs> what the fuck is with that goddamn spirit? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Did you yeah. consult romance novel covers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Minus the Fabio hair. <laughs> that got burned off. Sculpt that on. He could get a wig. Yeah. All right, we're saving up some script by Damien a wig. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, don't take any books, but also the library will show you whatever book you want. You just got to think real hard. And so he thinks real hard and he finds a book. Finds the book he wants to steal. <laughs> yep, and he steals the book. <laughs> what? Like, Damien, no. the book he wants. <clears throat> and it turns out it's a snowbound guard. Oh, nice. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> It'd be vanity well, fair if he was a gremlin. When, and from what we've seen previously, uh, the last time the library of all things was shown in fluff, it doesn't matter if the book's in the library or not, all parts of the library are the library. Uh-huh. So I'm guessing, now that he has this, it's essentially a, a web browser he can continuously direct to, I need to go to this page. Yeah, it Take just thinks real hard, and it becomes something else. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, if, if all cheating. parts of the library... Or the library. He didn't take anything from the library. Checkmate, the whole library. Yeah. <laughs> Just stole the whole thing, so he doesn't uh, need to get back into the library. That's why you get locked out. Yeah. Checkmate. I see what you did there, Eli. Yep. I, so, the library can, like, m- sort of morph reality, because it creates entrances. Mm-hmm. So, if... And we know the library kind of has a personality. So, I think... If I was a library, I would constantly sort of generate book deposit slots everywhere <laughs> Damien goes. Yeah, like, give it back, 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 give it back. Give Every back. time he opens up his book, the the book he stole is just that little library card with the due date. <laughs> yep, he's getting he's getting letters from a library, very angry, saying you have oh overdue book. <laughs> But, oh, the prob- but the problem the is each of those letters are also the part of the library, so he can just turn them over and they turn into another book. God damn it. <laughs> this is a terrible system. She keeps adding them to the book and just gets bigger and bigger. 
just gets yep. more book, more book per book. More book. Well, this this is effectively he has multiple different tabs open in Chrome. Free book. Pretty soon the book's gonna be bigger than his sword, right? <laughs> He'll have a book sword. Just beat people to death with it. Yep. Die thou unread. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell! Uh, like most of the books on my shelves. Ooh. <laughs> I didn't need to be called out like that. Yeah. So anyway, Damien steals a Kindle. Um, back to Toll. War back crimes to, time. Back to Sonya and Dashiell. Yeah, that's a fun little pairing. A fun little gang of gang of murder hobos get to hang out for a minute. <laughs> Guilds gearing up for wars. I like I like how Dashiell and Sonya get to talk about Toll being unhinged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Talk about framing the, the scene well, where you don't have to do so much work in describing how unhinged he is, Man, just by based on have, who's saying it. That guy tolls pretty extreme. Characters who are described as being really fucking crazy. Yeah. Talking about how out of control this guy is. So it's like, mm. Murder Axe Man and Lady War Crimes are <laughs> judging Harold Toll. Okay, the difference is Lady War Crimes is thinking, mm, how can I introduce him to my girlfriend, Lady Justice? <laughs> you know what? That's a good wing woman, you know, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Always looking out. Oh, no, she's, she's looking for the sandwich here. Oh. <laughs> no, we're not going to okay, say that. So we've, got a, we've got a blind guild master, we've got a deaf guild master, so now we need a mute guild master. Yeah, I can't shut like- up. <laughs> Let's do that. That should be our next goal for Nelly. It's not Nelly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Nelly. You've got Nelly third title. Shut the fuck up. You're so full of the burning Nelly man that you now silenced. can't speak. Silent but dead. Oh god. <laughs> they put, there they it put is. a fucking muzzle on. Her. <laughs> oh, I was Sensor I was going to go straight for the like sewn lip shut. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that'd be very Malifo. That yeah. would be very Malifo. And then Charles Hoffman has to break up their little argument. Their tiff. It's like children. Stop. Not only that, Hoffman is is the one who has to design her like speech robot. Oh no. Text to speech. Yep. She grats it into the printing press. Not fucking Nelly with TTS. I see the problem is that every one of these robots needs a little bit of artificial intelligence to really do its job well, but the second I do that, a week later it commits suicide. I don't know why. <laughs> Really? You really don't know why? Does Nelly become ChatGPT? In fairness, in fairness, she already has like a little machine that can type out anything she wants. Like she doesn't need a voice. Fair. Fair. And then people can just like throw the paper away. They don't even have to read it. Yep. Um, but yeah, I don't know if this was a joke on Discord, if there was a joke on boring conversation. I'm trying not to repeat jokes we've ever made on boring conversation, but I think the attitude Sonya is giving towards Tolls because he's committing the fun war crimes, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. How dare! Yeah, he gets a pass because they're like, ah, oh, he's just—he's—he's he's having fun. He's having fun. <laughs> he's just a silly little guy. And he's like, oh man, those steam-powered scoundrels are just going to keep hating me, but they're going to love him because he's doing the fun war crimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because Sonya Crid worries about what we think about her. Listen, we we we, we love Sonya too in her own way. <laughs> Uh, Deep down, Sonya just wants to be loved. So terrified what would happen if Sonya got access to the library of all things. Oh, no. Yup. Yeah. She'd find someone to burn it down. That's her goal. Yeah, Yeah. no, that's fair. She would just be like, this is my corner, leave me alone. Yeah, either she would end up owning the place or she would burn it down. Yep. 
No, she'd just huddle in. She'd she'd make a cottage. Oh, a yurt, she, if you will. Yes. <laughs> no. She just gets. They just like build. We found a thing the erotica section of the library. <laughs> That's it's where the yurt hangs out. Off by a yurt. <laughs> Beyond this yurt, Mia's erotica yurt. <laughs> <laughs> no lens allowed. <laughs> All right, everybody planning on making a, a library board. You know something that needs to be added to it now. Good job. The erotica yurt. Yep. Mup, mup, you're, you're allowed in, but you're on thin ice, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you did. <laughs> <clears throat> Meanwhile, I'm just seeing the, the library is just removing books from that section and just replacing everything with walls of asbestos to hold her in. <laughs> So we we get a we get a battle scene and Toll does Toll things and accidentally Blow. blows up the amalgam department. That was not an accident. That was accident. on purpose. That was calculated. Accidentally on purpose blows up the amalgamation department. He's like, some of them will live. No, nah, he's like, my buddy Chuck will be okay. I don't care hey, about Chuck, no one else. Buddy Chuck will be fine. My best friend I met at the at the, at the train station ten minutes yeah. ago. No, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at at Charles's artwork, the Charles Hoffman inventor, and I'm flipping back to the page with Damon. They're literally wearing the same fucking outfit. Just Damon yeah. has a cape, and he rolls his sleeves up. They're twinning. All the all the arcanists shop at the same vest store. <laughs> Honestly, I think no, Malifaux no, as a whole just got shipped a bunch of the same like brocade <laughs> fabric for the last two books. Well, White Rabbit Co. specializing in hats and vests. Yep, you got, vest. and it comes in two one colors. Vest. You got same red vest. and you got blue. One, one vest. There's one. There's one vest. <laughs> no, like Damien is doing it on purpose to piss Charles Hoffman off. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, um, weird games. Why the f- fuck would you put a pattern on Charles's vest knowing full goddamn well no one could actually paint that? Because it looks pretty. Yeah. Okay, fair. Specifically it- to piss you off. Okay, but yeah. The, good mission, mission accomplished. Good job, guys. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. But yeah, like, no, Toll absolutely calculates it out, and he's like, yep, my buddy's right there. Shoot artillery right towards him. They he's got magic. armor. He'll they be magic. fine. They can put the magic up. They got the uh, bubbles, the magic thing. He's he's in an exoskeleton. He won't die. What do you mean, other people? (laughs) What do you mean, the rest of the department? Pulls out a collateral damage. Chuck, your armor too, and you give yourself shielded, right? Yeah, why? Oh no. (laughs) Are are we sure the Iron Matron's the only one getting the meet the pyro vision? I didn't ask how big the city was. I said I cast fireball. (laughs) (laughs) So he he blows up way too much friendly stuff. And um, someone pointed out that Chuck is probably not nearly as upset as he should be, considering a lot of his (laughs) constructs and people just got obliterated. I mean, he he does yell at him about dropping a building on his entire department. But, like, yeah, he definitely should be slightly more upset. Um, I, w- I would actually chalk that up to shell shock. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. yeah. Like, you dropped a fucking building on us. Yeah, I'm just kind of apologizing without a ton of evidence, but that does happen. Yeah. Either that or he's kind of into tall. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. I mean, they did meet at the train station, like, a week ago. Right. Ugh. It's been the a whole week. <laughs> 
he named his cat and gave him rank. Oh, right. Charles is into that. What if we cast under the building you dropped on me? <laughs> what if we kissed at the ruins of Malifo City? I think I think the next option or the the next way that Hoff will kind of take the next step on this, since he's not super direct on these kind of things, he's gonna make a robot cat to be friends with be the friends sergeant. With Walter? Yes. Yeah. A very a small hunter, kind of. Hmm? A, a small aside question, just want to ask everyone: Does anyone else just assume that Hoffman um, has autism? Is somewhere probably, on the yeah, yeah probably. somewhere. Yeah, he's some yeah. sort of neurodivergent. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm not the only person that just kind of assumed that they got the impression from the guy. I mean, I mean, have you read him? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, we we got plenty of different neurodivergent mm-hmm. folks in in Malifaux. Most of them are sociopaths, but Hoffman is not. <laughs> Hoffman got handed an entire department. I don't think he really wanted it. Yeah, no, he just wanted he just to, play to play with, with his, his robots. robots. You, you robot, good. We need a robot department. Here you go. I guess. No. Okay. No, I just want to do my robots. That means people are going to come ask me questions. Dreams internally. <laughs> Humans are going to come talk to me. <laughs> What if I build a robot to talk to the humans? <laughs> yes. Delightfully devilish, Hoffman. <laughs> <laughs> Anything I'm not in the short Bayou and Rezzer intercessions? Bayou exists. Bayou, Bayou was funny. They make uh, Bayou jokes. Neverborn. Like, I'm going to the bathroom. We can someone talk yeah. about the, the Neverborn aside that is about Zoraida, but doesn't get labeled as a dual faction, thus reminding us that ne- Zoraida is Zoraida's not a Bayou Master. <laughs> <laughs> also, they also they just ignore that Yeds is there too. So yeah. it's, it's just Neverborn Zoraida. Oof. Eh, whatever. It's, it is, it's I do, neat. I do, they're, being, they're just yeah. gals being pals and Zoraida's. Just the gals being pals at Zoraida's hut. It's <laughs> and, cute. And Zoraida's oh, Baba Yaga he's hut. He's back. I like how Zoraida breaks shit. <laughs> She's like knitting something. It's like I'm getting so tired of this shit. Burning Man's back. Yep, he sure is. Hey, yep. What are we gonna do about it? I'm gonna rip my knitting project in half. Sweet old lady magic, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, the the Bayou interludes are basically he he ha ha. Yeah, yeah, and we don't we the, the Bayou interlude where we. Implied anglers, but not yeah. actually the Clampets. Yeah. So you know yeah. the Clampets don't actually Clampets, aka Sir, not appearing in this story. <laughs> oh, they give them first names. They just don't state which clan they're from. So but, maybe they are Clampets. Yeah. But you don't know names. None of those names are the names listed in the Clampet blurb. You know, yeah, but that doesn't mean that they're not Clampets, Yate. Yeah, no, I'm sure they're. I'm sure they are Clampets. Probably, maybe, who knows? They could be any of the Bayou last names. But however, they are not the master, the Clampets. Therefore, <laughs> any of the, the, any Clampets, of the six options for your yeah. last name in the Bayou. Therefore, therefore, the Clampets, the Bayou master of this book, do not show up in the Madness of Malifaux story being the only master in this book that does not show up in this story. I have a theory that they had an entire, like, three or four pages of the Clampets, but they could not contain the cuteness and perfection that is Bruce. Of Bruce. So they I had mean, to cut it because it kept driving just, people crazy. Just give us a whole there Bruce is, story. There is, there is that interlude where it's just the family with the mom and the dad and a bunch of kids, so maybe that's them. They don't ever give them, like, 
Right. They never they never name anybody. They do. I mean the the, the They say yeah, Babs and Ernie. One, yeah, yeah, the mom Babs, and the dad. Clyde and, but that, again, that's not the names listed in the other. Yeah, he's words, right. So. We never get direct confirmation. It's Junior, Cletus, Missy, Bub, and Rita. Those are the names of the Clampets on the on the Silurid. Yeah. Which does not match up with Babs, Ernie, and Clyde. Maybe they just don't know what their names are. <laughs> That's fair. Hold on. There is a baby on that. Yeah, the, there sure is. There's yep. a, there's a, there's a there's an unnamed gremlin. They they missed one. It's a I'm baby. Imagining... They don't name them until like their fifth birthday. Yeah, I was oh, gonna yeah. say yeah, exactly the one that. She's, the one she's feeding. So it's just baby Clampet. Junior, yeah, because there there are seven junior, whole gremlins. Back of seven whole gremlins on that on that Silurid. Are there? And they only yeah, because there's there's the one, one on the fishing on the pole. There's the father, the mother, the one she's feeding, and then the the two behind her. One, two, three, four, five, six. That's and there's one hanging on the tail, but it's oh, covered yeah. up by the card. Like like right like being yeah. flung off. Yep, there are seven gremlins. It's a lot. I'm glad they probably the one that's on the hook isn't their kid. They just kidnapped it. <laughs> well, that's Junior. That's just a child. That's the one. Junior. That is the one we can confirm. Oh, because because the blurb says that the the Silurid is always nipping at Junior's toes. Oh yeah. no, poor Junior. Now here's the question. Junior's into it. Now here's the question: How many gremlin children are just referred to as Junior? Yes. At least half. Exactly. Yeah. At least one per gremlin dad. Yeah. Yeah. There 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 are there are nine gremlin boys to every one gremlin girl born. Four of those boys are named Junior. Just one in the of hopes them that survives. one of them, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Two of them survived too long. It's like one of y'all gotta finish the other one off. <laughs> when, this wasn't Lenny part was, of the deal. Lenny was named Junior Jones originally, and then he just became Lenny. <laughs> Once he hit five, they got him yeah. his real name. He survived. <laughs> I like to think that the other that that's a situation where there's two juniors, and the other one convinced him to change his name because he didn't want to fight him. <laughs> I was gonna fight with with that one. Didn't yeah. even convince him. Just started calling him Lenny, and Lenny was like, "Oh, that's that's my name that's, now." That's my name. Oh yeah, so yeah. Is that my name? Yep. That, yep. So that, that that's that's my Bayou rant. It is really unfortunate. So we wake up Castor. I guess we never said anything about Reva. Uh, she she's oh, she's oh, yeah, fires. She's, there. she's got her Reva, protective fires. Her cult with her cult. Yeah, yeah. It's weird the that other cult. <laughs> yeah, it's weird that we don't get like the Neverborn plus the Rezzer symbol. Also, for Castor technically yeah. like we're just they're making up for not putting the neverborn symbol earlier by like ignoring all of the dual factions <laughs> <laughs> except for zip it was very important that we knew zip was dual faction well yeah zip and teary they both got the dual faction mm. thing but they ignored yeah. neverborn once and so they instead of fixing it made up for it by only putting neverborn in their dual factions for two, yeah there you go yeah understandable <laughs> okay so don't wake daddy time you know, we get the wake daddy oh, they woke ceremony. Daddy. Where, oh, they woke uh, daddy. Nekama shows up with a, a posse to Itakithe, and they're like, oh, we're going to wake you up. Oh, also, there's a dread here. You, um, I'm going to be a jerk to you. Ne- Nekama's just a jerk to yeah. everyone. Yeah, she is. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> but they're like, they're auditioning it back. Good. It's I mean, true. she started it. Yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely putting back what she's, what she's throwing out. 
Like, I like well, to refer to her as the little one. Well, would have never said anything if she didn't start stomping her feet like a toddler having a tantrum. Yep. Oh, I feel, I feel like this is as good a time as any to bring up my... The thing I've noticed about Nekama's arc throughout all of her time as a master. Let's, let's think about everything Nekama has done since she... Basically, since she decided to, to fully betray Lilith. She has, you know, talked with Titania... And then she talked with Euripides. Now she's talking with Castor. Nekima's whole plot arc is talking with older masters. She's making alliances she doesn't intend to honor. Yeah, her her whole plot arc is, hey, more ancient than me, master. Help me with this problem. Oh, shit. I need to go talk to someone else because now this one's a problem. I'm going to yep. talk to Euripides. Yeah. You're, you're not really helping me. All right, I'm going to talk to Castor. We're going to go wake an ancient Nephilim that, uh, you know, Eats I'm other not, Nephilim, because that's going to solve my problem. I will be respected. Okay, go, no. go talk to this other old Nephilim queen. She, she's effectively doing shit. the... So we have a, a big in, uh, a, a bunch of bugs in the area that aren't supposed to be here. Cool, we're going to release a bunch of bats. Well, now we have a bunch of bats. What are we going to do now? Well, we're going to release a bunch of owls. Okay, now we have a bunch of owls. Cool, we're, we're going to release... Uh, I don't know, some kind of fungus that kills the owls from inside. Okay, well, what do you do about that? Well, the fungus is going to die whenever it freezes. It's fine. Good job, Nekama. Yeah. You're really killing it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Atherak was going to be more of, like, an important character, but it's just, like, the yeah, guy that got chosen just kind to of do there. the thing. I, he's not talked about a lot, but I do like the bit where they do talk about him, because, like, you've got, like, all of this, like, oh, dreary black blood everything's dying and then he stops and looks at a flower yeah and like they talk about that and he's like i mean we gotta have something to look forward to building right like and i think that's yeah, really cool that really nice. it's mm-hmm. not a lot but it's really cool to have it's i feel like this is the first time since lilith's been killed that we have a nephilim that wants to build mm-hmm. something instead of an army yeah, yeah. thinking I mean, about Lilith. the reason they're fighting and not just that they have to fight like, we gotta have something worth winning, not just win. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the point of winning if everything's dead? Like, we've won. So yeah, there's not there's not a lot to him, but the bit that's there is, mm-hmm. I feel, important. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that, yeah. Anyways, we get Gwil. Gwil Gwil's, Gwil's there. Gwil's I love there. Gwil. Gwil and Atherak wake Daddy up. Wake Daddy up. Using uh, Nekima's passel of sacrifices. Yeah, that was... Okay, one... Nekama, why are you just basically leaving yourself open to just... If they wanted to kill you, you were dead. Mm-hmm. Your entire po- posse was sa- sacrificed for that. She no, she thinks she's invincible. Yeah. Because she, she killed her sister and declared herself queen. She is she is falling apart, this whole story. Yeah. But in, at every step in this story, if someone wanted her dead, they could have made that decision. Mm-hmm. If only. <laughs> but um, she's yeah. so overconfident that she can't see it. So yeah, I'm assuming the never the nephilim that went with her knew what was going to happen and did it willingly. They like sacrificing no, they themselves for some reason. No, they did not know. Really? No. It talks about how like all of them are surprised when they get stabbed. Yeah, they all and seem several surprised of them try to this. escape. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're all they not into be, this. They have to be captured by the urn bearers. Nekama watched this. Back. Yeah. Nekama watched this unmoved. She knew the price demanded, even if those she led to the deaths did not. Yeah, yep. no, I believed Victoria didn't need to find the passage from Ray. Sorry. <laughs> I wanted the 
let Eli do his quotes. That's for the listeners. That's for the listeners. Stop being mean to me. Um, but yeah, no, citing our sources. Everyone dies. Yeah, no one in this chat photoshopped your uh, PFP onto a Disney villain. (laughs) (laughs) As much as I want it to happen, no one has yet. Um, (laughs) yeah, but I meant that that as a compliment for the record. Two things I want want to go into here. One, this seems like a very inefficient way to summon <laughs> Blood Daddy. Look, he's hungry. Like, he's hungry. Like, yeah. they, they said, yeah, he he needs blood he, to he get needs resurrected. The suck. <laughs> but you know, a living thing can will just make more blood. So you yeah, could but that's lame. Like, keep it in like a jacuzzi or something. Uh, yeah, but that's jacuzzi. not cool and edgy. <laughs> the blood jacuzzi the just shove his like mummified is. corpse in there or something. <laughs> in like yeah, he needs to eat, so you'll probably sacrifice a few people to eat. But you don't need to go through like thirty of them. Come on, he, guys, you got to eat like six of them. Ritual. Yeah, and there was probably several dozen of them there. He, it's like he was eating corpse number six, and we're like, "Hey, buddy, you want to talk to us? <laughs> <laughs> you want to you want to take a breath?" Um, I'm, I'm assuming he's like completely naked too. <laughs> of course oh, yeah. he is. He's been in a hole in the ground. It just wipes his face off. I was like, what's up? up? <laughs> Welcome I, to eat a cat. <laughs> I love. Just because. <laughs> no, was it please. Was ever. Oh, God. Okay, who was ever doing uh, Breach Eye Broadcast, please give Castor a surfer accent. <laughs> oh, my God. That would no be amazing. For no reason. For no goddamn reason. That's just how they sounded back then. See what from whatever you, whenever you started that, I assumed you were going for um, Helsing a Bridge Dalukard. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Neat. Neat. Thanks. Thank you for <laughs> That's why they call it Idikite, am I right? <laughs> so I mean I feel like the, the Blood Daddy's followers could have like sacrificed a couple of their own guys. Come on. Nah. Nah. Why would They're they too do that? old and important? Because Nekazma's just that dumb. It's like, I bet They're we can get her Congress. to do all of her own dudes. <laughs> I mean, most of them are half-bloods anyway. Who gives a fuck about those guys? Yeah, right. I, I want to talk about they're all, that. They're all half-bloods and weaklings. Like, why does she like, give a how, shit? Like, literally the worst thing to be in Malifaux is a half-blood because no one likes yeah. you. Humans will shoot you on sight and never yep. born are just going to eat you yep. at some point. Yep. Yep. Get, also, shit on, get shit on half-bloods. <laughs> so, so apparently, so like, this is the the ritual that's needed to awaken Castor, and they've been doing it for a very, very long time. Why does half-blood blood work in this situation? They're half-bloods. They're not pure never. Nepo- that's why they needed 30 That's why they need so many. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it, they're called they half-bloods because they're born humans, but they have, but they black, have blood. black blood. Yeah. Their blood is black blood. It's just the Nephilim decide that they need to be elitist fucks about it. I, I, yeah. Okay. I was going to get into the point that what you were going to say that yes in fact their blood is full black blood nef- half blood is just a slur <laughs> if, yeah. if you can't get pure pure nephilim black blood half blood will be fine <laughs> so i want I, okay my next at some point in the through the bridge campaign i'm just going to have like a half blood commune where a bunch of them said you know what fuck all y'all fuck this shit <laughs> we're gonna go to some place where we're not going to immediately die with blackjack and hookers yeah, hell yeah. The black blood and hookers. <laughs> the black okay. blood hookers. The last thing, and I desperately wanted this, and sadly it didn't happen. You know, the people that are like, oh, 
we've been murdered. I'm going to try to crawl away and escape. And then the, the, the other Neverborn are like, nope, we're going to put you in a jar and shove you in the hole. Um, I want one of them to like crawl up to Nekama and like tug on her pant leg and be like, this is why no one likes you. <laughs> I mean, that basically <laughs> happened in so many words. Can I point out like one of my favorite things of this fluff though? Cause Nekima hasn't been disrespected enough. <laughs> the, the very first thing that Castor says after waking up after a hundred years and waking up and eating, he goes, Nakima, my niece, where's your sister? Where's, 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 where's the one I want to talk to? Get out of the way. Where's Lilith? Where's my, where's my favorite niece? <laughs> oh, Nakima, where's the other one? She's behind where's you? the pretty one? Where's <laughs> a smart one? Mm, there it is. Where's the skilled one? Where's also the, oh, yes. the cooler niece? Oh, you're the guy. What did you do? Oh, you're here. Okay. Your mother would be so disappointed in you. (laughs) Emotional damage. (laughs) Uncle Castor doesn't love me. Guess I have to kill him now, too. No, I think... think She's gonna try. You know it. I know she is. You know what I think is going to happen is that Nekima is just going to continue making bad decisions and getting ducked on, and eventually she's the one that's going to resurrect her sister. <laughs> As the next most powerful being, she needs to talk. Yeah, once she finally like like she actually wises up and he's like, you know what? Actually, she was better at this, and we need her if we're going to survive. And she just eats several crows <laughs> and goes and picks Lil back up and you're like, sorry, my crows. Sorry, my bad. My bad. <laughs> you dropped this. Hands are a crown. <laughs> Ooh, I fucked up. You know what? I'm I'm good with I'm good with personal growth, Nekimo. That may yeah. be the most interesting thing that could happen to her. I, I, I like that, but I don't I don't see that as being with I feel like this is just her gonna be making things worse and worse for herself until it collapses on her. Yeah. Yeah. Real house of cards situation. <laughs> Add her to the dead man's hand, because Neverborn don't have enough of those. Yep. Yeah. And that's kind of a trade, though. You know, you just swap swap a couple out. <laughs> okay. Um, Bring Kaladi back. If you didn't... Black Blood Kaladi! <laughs> <laughs> this is the next guy Nakamura goes to. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, no. Black Blood Ryle. Oh, God. <laughs> we're, 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 we're moving on, because yeah. we've been hitting this for like... We're getting to the spicy two, part. Two hours, and we're like... Not fully done with the story, and we still got to talk about the blurb. So I'm gonna have to be the guy who's like, "Let's move on." Mostly because I want to make this show. By the way, if you didn't know, Ivan and May Fang are still fucking. Oh yeah, Good. Oh, yeah. Get some. I love that. We get something spicy in this book. There's so many things in there where I just secretly like, did they write this for us? I feel like yeah. they wrote this for <laughs> us. Just slip that in there for us. I was like, oh, the scoundrels are gonna fucking love this. Yeah, we are. Moving on. Yeah, I like also like how Ivan's just like Mordrake, no voyeurist. Not, not right now. Not right now, buddy. Stop. I also like I'm that they shy. call. Yeah, I also like that they call out like them saying, "You know, they're going to catch us eventually," and they're like, "I don't fucking care. <laughs> Live in the yeah, moment, my dude. We'll cross yeah. the, we'll, we'll burn that bridge when we get to it." Yeah. I feel like it's something, it's like the fact that everyone knows Maxine went crazy nuts over the burning book. Everyone knows they're doinking. It's just eh. not bad enough to make them stop. <laughs> yes, you too. Really we know. I thought everyone knew. Next up, uh, Teary. 
Tiri looking for hopefully solutions to their problem that aren't Damien sucking out their curse. <laughs> <laughs> not Damien touch not Damien touching their bones. <laughs> <laughs> I just, ah, fuck. Now I'm picturing it the reverse. Initially, I thought it was like them just creeping all over the fucking damning and him having none of it. (laughs) But I like the reverse of him just being like, I can cure you. Just let me touch you. Let me suck your bones. (laughs) Just like open up a chest and he pops out and he's like, huggies. (laughs) Ah. Also, they they seem to be getting wise to the whole Sharoof is back kind of. Which I imagine they're not too pleased about. Yeah. You don't think they're happy about the dude that cursed their bones being back? This fucker again. God damn Oh my god. This asshole. Of all the tyrants. <laughs> ah, now he's back. And why do I taste fascism? <laughs> <laughs> mm, delicious side of authoritarianism. <laughs> delicious. Ophelia's gonna blow up a hole. Yeah! You know what? We got a little bit of Bayou plot relevancy. Ophelia's gonna blow up the red cage. She's like, fuck oh, no. this shit. It's being too quiet. <laughs> per- oh no. Paravage, I need all of your dynamite. <laughs> Are we We're blowing this hole up? Even my special me time dynamite? <laughs> Especially the me time dynamite. I wanna I, my question is like it says it's been quiet for a couple weeks. Are we implying that that the LaCroix have like literally just sat there and shot all of the zombie robots until there were none left? Yeah. Much. Because I love that. No, they keep shooting him and then the hole suddenly got quiet and it's like it hasn't okay. done that before. I think they just I fucking hate this. <laughs> they bring the zombies back. <laughs> Hold on, peace. Fuck that noise. <laughs> I would like to believe that they just roll up every couple of days and find the, you know, the stragglers that have pulled themselves out of the hole, kill them, and then leave. And then one <laughs> yep, day still zombies. Up, there's none there, and it's like, what? And they go over the hole, and they, like, yell at it. And throw hey. rocks in it. Hey, hey anyone down guys? there? Where are you guys? Come on! Come on, we want to shoot you! Come on! I'm bored! <laughs> It's like the new the new shift comes back. Anything happened last in the last couple days? Oh, we killed some zombies. Fucking nice, nice dude. <laughs> and that happens every couple of days. Yep, that's the Lacroix Raiders. Just yeah, bro. Killed so many zombies. <laughs> why do we have? Why do we not have any any Lacroix models with like an abomination as a hat? Mm. Give it time. Like the Gotta one have it the, now. The one with the claw eyes. That'd be a good hat, right? I think it would be. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, just stick it on your head, all gross like. A little juicy. Wanna buy a box of abominations in and the LaCroix just for this purpose. So yeah, I can't no, I can't wait till the next time jump when Ophelia has blown up the whole red cage. I'm sure that'll go well. <laughs> Nothing bad. Is Wong out of it yet? Have we heard <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what Wong's doing. Last we heard he was he was hanging out in there. As far as we know, that pillar of fire could have been Wong himself. They blow, they blow up the hole, and suddenly he's crawling buck-ass naked with a toothbrush in his mouth, <laughs> smoldering. He's like, who did <laughs> My fucking house! You ruined yoga time! <laughs> the acoustics were so good, and you blew it up! Next long title, Yoga Time. Damn you! <laughs> Damn you to hell, Ophelia! You blew it up! <laughs> 
Oh, let's see. Okay. okay, what move on? Explorer Society. Um, the real Explorer Society is Ludwig, as far as I understand. As as far am I concerned? Fuck Gretchen. Ludwig's the real heart and soul of this organization. The real, the real G. Yeah, the fat guy that everyone makes fun of for being fat. He's like yeah, in all the stories. Not normal. Yeah, he's always there, just chilling. Yeah, being sweaty, being sweaty, drinking stuff. He's the shadow leader. Gretchen is a figurehead. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. so they, they show up and find Parson and, at Parson's hidey hole. <laughs> and by the time, that time, Terry's already showed up with Grandma on her deathbed. Oh no, what's going to happen to Grandma? Oh no, not Grandma. Definitely a fucking Dreadnought. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely not going to put Grandma on the Dreadnought. Get on the robot, Gam Gam. <laughs> and then there's this big reveal of like, oh, they basically have an army kind of, they're ready to get, go to war with the Burning Man or so- something. Or something. They're very upset about the whole Burning Man thing. They're irate. A little grumpy. Who? The people with the bone curse? <laughs> with the Burning Man related bone curse? <laughs> Why would they be upset? <laughs> ah, my bones. Ah, my arthritis is really working up because of this whole Burning Man situation. <laughs> arthritis? My, super, my super fire arthritis. Okay. Burning Man is the uh, the tyrant of bone-hurting juice. So, <laughs> they sort of hand-wave the how Tiri became associated with the Explorers. Any thoughts? Because it's just like, we'll provide them with stuff. Yeah, it's it's a bit... It's a bit vague. Uh-uh. It's fine. It's like, They're wandering, we're exploring, we're basically the same thing. It's yeah. about as unified as any of the outcasts, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> At least yeah. they have Freiholt. Had. I'm just going to point out this is a case of mostly humans, quote unquote, um, or at least publicly presenting humans, uh, making nice with monsters, denizens. Yeah, denizens of Malifaux, like yeah, original natives. They all would have no reason to really hate humans. They're pretty chill, yeah. <laughs> right? No, and I, I get that, but so far humans have not had a reason to be chill about. The locals. That's because nobody told the Awa that the humans are the ones that released Charuf again. Oh, no. That is factual. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta give it time. Mm. Let's keep that one a little bit secret. Keep that on the DL. Uh, so, definitely. Ooh, ooh. Being fair, Wait. it was one human. Yeah, no. One real shitty one. Hang, hang on. I am waiting now for the moment of, like, Tiri or some other named Awa person running across Sonya and being like, oh, I know that smell. Oh no! Or that that whatever I know that metaphysical stink. sense sense, yeah. Just being like, ooh, oh. you get the the. Uh, uh, and you know that she's they're all about like augmenting flesh with with mechanics and metal and whatnot. So just go, and then pop out two claws. Because mm-hmm. uh, she's Canadian, obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I went immediately to Wolverine when you said smelling. Oh but- yeah. Grandma getting a mech there, don't you know? <laughs> yeah, okay. You you have you have your tasks, uh breachside broadcast people. Oh, gee. Now I now I want fucking Awa letter Kenny. <laughs> so we were running across the desert the other day. <laughs> um but yeah, I don't consider Tyria to be part of Explorers until she finds a reason to hate Gretchen like everyone else does. <laughs> <laughs> they're the least like solidified seems faction. easy to the do the only thing they seem to get the banner they seem to huddle under is fuck my boss <laughs> yeah. 
She's going to find out that Gretchen has a bunch of the hammers and just won't let her take them back. <laughs> You're like, You're storing those wrong. I hate you. <laughs> God, this bitch. Um, Boss is the worst. And then we see Karis doing cult things. Yeah, Karis doing Karis things. And Some terrorism. End with more Damien. More Damien. That guy. Oh, the book told me to go here by with my friend alone. Nothing bad could possibly happen. I'm gonna. Oh say, no! I'm Something gonna, bad happened. I'm gonna summon a rock man. Uh, poor Lohith. Yeah. I, I I really like the writing of this part of the story. The the visuals yeah. of it are really good. Um, usually I don't talk about just like the writing itself being really really awesome, but I, it just stood out to me as like, oh man, I can kind of see this. It's neat. Also, like they made Lohith really fucking gross. Oh, you mean Good. the the rock golem with the yeah, face, the, the extra faces <laughs> jutting out of it? Yeah, and it's just sort of a when you really think about it situation thing, and I'm sure a little it fucked up. Fine. Yeah, he finds the soulstone geode, summons Loeth, and then witness pretty much. Yeah, like it's implied, and then you hear um, unbound. You look at unbound's little blurb, and yeah. yeah. Uh, it's implied by the the line I want to witness it all. Capital w, witness me. <laughs> implied witnessing. All right, that's the story. Um, Damien, Damien might be set up for the next big bad after we deal with Shrufe. Dun dun dun. Just like in the actual, like the game meta. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it wasn't accidental. He's just a boss mode. <laughs> It's supposed to feel like a boss rush. I mean, that does kind of make sense because unlike a lot of other fusions of Tyrant and Human, he wants this as far as we understand. Yeah. yeah. No bueno. I am I am somewhat amused by setting up essentially what is chess player with the power of voyeurism as the next big bad. I mean, have we have we not all listened to Magnus Archives? Yeah, no, and that that's where I was going. Like Classically, that's not something that sounds like it should be that powerful, but... <laughs> Ceaseless watcher. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Turn your gaze upon this wretched thing. Yep. Oh, I think I went to this rant sometime before where Witness's whole thing is uh, order at all costs, kind of a lawful good turned evil thing, which initially don't think is that bad, but when you look at the rules of the universe and everything, you need chaos because if it's just order, like life wouldn't have happened. Which yeah. honestly kind of sounds like what uh, uh, Herbert was going for. Yeah. Cause he was going for, for tyranny. Mm-hmm. He just called it what it is as opposed to, no, no, no order is great for everyone. Like you I said, mean, the, they- the lawful good that went, that went so lawful good. It's actually evil. Didn't they straight up say that he was going to be the tyrant control? Yes. Uh, tyrant control, a tyrant law, something like that. Yeah, some, something tyrannical. Okay, that's it for the story. Interesting. I'm excited to see what happens next. I hope we finally get, like, sure if I spanked and we can move on to a new big bad by next Yeah. That'd be or at nice. least baseball batted back to Earth side to continue other side stuff. Re caged. Like the the the, the, fucking <laughs> the cage gets ejected from the bayou and it yeah. just hits the burning man and portals him back to earth. Yeah, yeah I, was, yep. I, was, I, I was going to say that, but it was going to be like the the Lacroix spend like a month filling in the hole, and by the time they like you know clean their hands, like okay, done. The no, hole's no, no, finally no. filled in. The cage just rocket <laughs> out of the hole. 
Let's see, I'm just imagining they hire sparks and they turn the, the red cage into a rail gun. Yep. They just fire that thing out of the bayou and it just hits the burning man. Mine will be the rail like gun a, that punches through the like universe. Fucking Looney Tune. <laughs> yeah. And then when it's on Earthside, it breaks the uh, Vienna prison and that's how Ramos gets out. Gross. Uh, not that no. guy. That's a man but who he'll also be on, needs he'll to be stay on the, the other cage. side, though. <laughs> All of the spiders. Uh, okay, so that's that's that. I've, I have a section here for the fluff blurbs for all the different models. If we want to go over anything specific. But yeah, let's just go down the list. Cavalier, uh, I have down here the differences between Harold Toll's different titles. I have this for every master, so spoilers going ahead. Um, very obviously, Artillerist is his big, biggy, boomy, boomy version. And they specify that he switches it up as needs arise. So this isn't like a progression of time. It isn't like old Harold Toll versus new Harold Toll. It's, it's just a change of tactics. Uh, yeah. Yep. I do like how it says talking about um, black clad figures on Harold Toll silent, yet like none of his models look like they're in stealth mode <laughs> at all. And that got me thinking, oh, the sappers are if I have a ton of, of money, I would buy a copy of every single thing of Harold Tolls and do an artillerist version and an, and a dead silent version of each model. That would be kind of cool, I think. But I don't have that money. Anything else from the Cavalier keyword? I can see the Hexpos being pretty stealthy. Okay, yeah, I a, forgot about the Hexpos. I legitimately forgot quiet. about the Hexpos. Um, something I want to complain about is that they specify that he climbs on top of the walking cannons in the story, yet they are size two. I'm not buying it. Size two is a person. It's like sitting on a person's shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. How is that comfortable? How are you just going to be up there and like casually doing conversation calculations and drinking tea? Practice. (laughs) It's like a surfboard. (laughs) He's sitting. He's just straddling the cannon. Yeah. Not phallic at all. So what you're saying is that models with ride with me should be able to carry something that is their size. He's not having them ride him around. Yeah. I I think he does. Oh, well, you know. It's like by one, like, like in the in the middle of battle or right. just I didn't I, think it I'm not I'm not I'm not well equipped for this actual argument. I just wanted to point it out that seemed weird. Moving on. Sorry. <laughs> um I like I like that ba- Braxton Briggs is just Mr. Mr. Himbo in the armor. Yep. Yeah, like the the short bit where they address him earlier that I I missed in the story is just like, hey, go lift a bunch of stuff for me, you big blonde hunk. Yes, sir. Flex. Oh, lift. I need fan fiction of him and Carlos now. Oh yeah. Um, or the captain. So my doing rules the, doing the arm clasp. Rusty, I guess. Does he? He doesn't. Does he drop scrap when he dies? Um. Yes. Okay. Because he, he would. Oh no, no, he wouldn't. Because he just replaces with a sapper. So no, he would not drop scrap. That, does that make sense? To, like it's definitely yeah, a no. rules, rules thing over logic thing. But right. Like, if yeah. you're leaving behind an entire suit of fucking armor, you think it would? Yeah. Drop I, I guess they could. They could have added a clause to the 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 broken armor demise of drop a scrap and replace. But meh, meh. Um, not that I, important. Louisa is probably my favorite character from this keyword. Actually. Yeah, she's a delight. She's a delight. The The idea of, like, a, a tracked motorcycle makes me desperately want, like... And I realize I already have it, but, like, 
trench cavalry for the king's empire like mm. dudes with lances on these half track motorcycles running shit down that'd be cool yeah uh, i feel like we've done john watson to death yeah yeah i i I do think it's interesting that they call out that like this isn't his name. This is a a misnomer. This is a pseudonym. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know his real name is Rob. Yeah, yeah, Rob Singer. <laughs> um, I guess the last thing: Do we ever get an explanation what's up with the masks? Not really. They just they kind of talk about it. Like, hey, does everyone wear masks? You're a rich motherfucker. You gotta hide from your war crimes. <laughs> mm. All right, fair. Getting Bioshock vibes. Yeah, it is very, very fancy filigree masks. Very Bioshocky. Okay, so we've got Castor Thirsty and Castor Hydrated. <clears throat> Which is, we, we made that guess, so we were 100% accurate. It is, I have not feasted, and oh god, I feasted too much. It's actually, well, so I, I kind of thought it was like going to be like, oh, I haven't feasted because I just woke up. And then like over time, he gets bigger and bigger. But it reads like he has to feast up before every fight. Mm, like, this is a temporary out. form. Yeah, it's like yeah, a like, Mario superstar thing. Yeah, he like yeah. holds out and then it like kind of slowly deteriorates and he goes back to skinny mode. Yeah, he's got to beat him before the time limit yep. is reached. Eat in people. Um, yeah, we're, we're, I guess we're on to uh, returned. God, I, I have had also, a real hard time remembering these keywords. I, I like that Marathon is, like, super down to kill Nakima. Let me at him. I'm thinking it. She's just saying it. Marathon's just, like, really, king. like... Somebody hold me back. Let me do it. it. Like, Castor's not interested, but Marathon's like, I'll want to do it. Let me do it. Fuck him up. I'll do it. I was just, just, just trying to say hello. That's, that's definitely what's happening. Um, yeah, no, Living Blades are cool. I like how this one can just, like generate black blood i guess is what the the fluff is telling me i don't know if that's some i i don't remember what's on the card uh okay no one else remembers that moving on atherac is is fine repeat that i love white eyes <laughs> yes. yes delightful delightful friend line. the fact that the neverborn have their own boogeyman is just it's just great i love him He's a good boy. That's that's the sitcom I want to see is fucking Klaus and White Eyes. Oh, no eyes versus all eyes. Like Klaus is trying to be orderly and White Eyes is just being fucking chaos. A feral <laughs> goblin monster. Yes. <laughs> God, what a cutie. Now, now, White Eyes, you silly boy. A challenge, <laughs> a, a challenge to the throne of Zip and Parker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like the urn bearers end up being like the sort of female version of black blood shamans. That's nice yep. little bits to know. Black blood nuns. <laughs> Gwil is, despite our best guesses, not a bayou smuggler. <laughs> despite <laughs> looking exactly like a bayou smuggler, he's like the OG bayou smuggler. <laughs> yeah. Blood vessels are nice guys. I like that he fucking flinches every time Titania's name is brought up. <laughs> yeah, so understandable. So, or so, so Nakima says it like five times in the story. She's like, Lilith. He's like, ah! Titania. Lilith. Ah! Or not Lilith, Titania. Titania. Titania, Titania. <laughs> Witness. Uh, anything. This is pre-Witness Damien and post-Witness Damien. Witness tore his shirt open. Well, if you want to witness dim abs, witness makes you <laughs> swole. Witness just wants you to witness. 
juiced up on that witness. Yep. Witness how many steroids can you fit in your butt? <laughs> um, puzzle box is just a box with part of a soul in it. Nothing to see here. That, nah, that's that's a normal thing. Yep. We've all seen the soul box. It's fine. I don't think it needs a name, like a cute name. I think it does. Everything does. Yes, obviously. Lohith is still sad. Bellavantine Thorpe, did they ever actually give an explanation for the skull face paint? Because I didn't find it. No. No. No, God. it's just cool. Damn it. She's just edgy and cool. Um, I want to know if it's meant to be like a reference to the Lock Tomb series. Like, yeah. we like to throw in pop culture references now and again. I'm wondering if that's what it's supposed to be or what. Would that also explain the aviator jacket? Eh, kind of. <laughs> Lock Tomb, she wears aviator glasses. Mm. I, maybe. Maybe she's a fucking edgelord. Yeah, no, no she's just uh, cool. Like she, she just was a witchling handler for so long and had to wear the goddamn uniform day in and day out. And she finally gets a little bit of freedom. And she goes a little bit insane with her wardrobe. <laughs> yeah, she's oh, making who choices. Who wouldn't? Right? She is making choices. Maybe it's for an anonymity. Like, look, like if I had the energy to do that to my face every single day, I absolutely would. Agreed. Do it once. Can we go grocery shopping with you and skull face paint? <laughs> Just once. I mean, I mean, buy me face paint. Yay! Uh, Le Bane is a bastard. What a smarmy <laughs> asshole! I love him. He's just a bastard. That is, <laughs> That's that is a bastard man. That man is picking my pocket currently. Like if 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 prestidigitation was real magic. And you said that is a person, and he is a bastard. That's exactly what Le Domaine is. <laughs> My only regret is that the sculpt doesn't have the extra glowy arms. Come on, weird. <laughs> Give us the glowy arm sculpt. It'll uh, be an all. Also, you gave us triple Terra. Give us triple arm ledger. You'll note he has uh, a nice pattern on his vest. Oh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> Very good. At least he went somewhere different for his vest. Oh, yeah. I was wondering why we, we, we weren't we were talking less. Roman left. Yeah, Roman. Roman's back. Anyways, going back. Uh, going back to Marco. Marco. Uh, so the whole ink thing was a tattoo fucky-wucky with Matt. Like, he became a witchling and um, Damien captured him and then I guess tried to revert him back to some sort of form of sentience and it went a little bit whoopsie and he's at least partially just sentient ink. He's just a goo man. He's just a goo man. Who apparently can't keep a secret. <laughs> right? Just likes talking. Uh, uh, dabblers. So yeah, th- this, blurb, this blurb is just like, this. Damien's now doing the thing that Sandeep was doing. No, no real explanation <laughs> why there was bang? Yeah, zero ties to Whizbang. I guess, I guess it's implied that Wong is also teaching Arcanists? Some of the really desperate ones. <laughs> okay, so yeah, oh that no, that makes sense. They always <laughs> kick him out of the hole, and so he starts a school, as you do when someone kicks Wall you out of your school hole. School of magic. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. No, the coins are going to go down into the hole to set up their bombs, and they're going to interrupt class. Wong's <laughs> <laughs> well, um, just teaching evocation. It's very dad magic. Those, Ophelia, Ophelia, please, I'm teaching. Those sculpts are so fucking fun to put together. They're yeah, they're cool. Uh, Soulstone Gammon, they're they're just little guys. Rock boys. Silly little rock guys. Silly little rock guys. Uh, Harrison Frodsham is literally carrying clock parts 
Yep. <laughs> this fucking dude is so extra. Yeah. Can I just as a pattern that, that fucking headpiece? Mm-hmm. Can I just say, like, I understand that Marlo's under a lot of pressure right now, but if you buy a clock from a man whose name is literally Fraud Sham, <laughs> maybe you deserve what's coming choices. to you. You deserve to get spied on. Well, think about it this way. Do you think Marlo bought the watch himself? No, he had someone else do it, and they're probably not paid what they're worth. If you're if you keep a watch by a man Fraud named Sham. Fraud Sham in Malifaux. But it's in a nice office. watch, though. You kind of deserve what happens. You yeah. deserve That's it. a real nice watch, though. This is a place where where you know exactly what a person's like when their name is Leisure Domain. So, like, don't tell me that Fraud Sham isn't, like, advertising <laughs> what's going on here. Alternatively, maybe he does know, and he's using this as a way to, like, yeah, you're giving the Arcanist some pieces of information, but you're also feeding them misinformation when you can. That seems pretty Marlowe to me. If, if that's what he's doing, if they mentioned that, you know, they usually yeah. they usually tell you yeah. when he's fucking with someone. Yeah. So did did you find out why he's named that, or were you just making a a fun funny jokey joke about his name? I mean, it's I, t- no. This is just like, a, hey, do we tell the readers about that? There's actual clockmaker it called Charles Frodsham in London right is now. Is there really? Yeah. Oh, oh literallyfraudsham.com. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. I thought it was literally fraud sham. Well, I guess what I guess I know what watches I'm not buying. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a town in England. I know you're listening to me, Mr. Fraud Sham. But yeah, he's literally carrying a giant windy yuppie thingy for Yep. And a giant clock, clock arm. Or a music box. I'm seeing a nutcracker reference in a, an alt sculpt for this guy. Um I and then we it. get J5, who people sometimes mistake for Harrison. I'm assuming from the back. Right. I assume there's like a desk, like a, the the front desk of, of Fraud Sham Clocks. Mm-hmm. And like Harris is turned around and, you know, you can't see the, you can't see the giant wheel leg. Well, no, he has, <laughs> he has like human legs when he's not fighting people. With oh, a giant he's got supplementary watch. human legs. They just give him the mono wheel for combat. For combat. Because that's yeah. better than so that he can, So that he can be move five instead of move four. <laughs> that's his move five wheel. <laughs> yeah, the, the wheel's how he gets around. And then the gearlings are adorable. Hey, can um, I just say that Harris J5 has a really nice pattern on his vest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Comes in Good two point. colors, red and blue. <laughs> Only two colors. God damn. Um, one thing I want to point out is like his his fluff, uh, Harrison's fluff, like has no affiliation with the Arcanist whatsoever. Like if you read that without seeing the color of his card, you'd probably assume he's like an outcast maybe. It's a dude that mostly collects information for himself and sells the rest. Not to Arcanist, he just sells it. For funsies. He's secretly Klaus. <laughs> I feel I I would put him in uh explorers, to be honest. Oh that's yeah. That's they do spy shit all the time. Yeah, that's maybe, fair. Maybe clockwork is the, the only other thing, but like I was hoping for some some affiliation. Like, why is this guy with us? Clampets. Yeah. Uh, Do those show up in this book? In the Bayou section. Or on page 92, and the Clampets decided to show up. 
So page just, 92 of the 50 page story. <laughs> the the titles here actually show a bit of progress because for a while they're just riding around on Sally and at some point they decide to make the Ballyhoo bucket and then yep. that is their mode of transportation as, as far as I can tell. But either all the kids are jammed in the bottom or some of them have moved out. <laughs> I'm assuming they're moved out in, in quotation marks. I'm or just Sally expecting item. Yeah, no, I'm I'm seeing them in the bottom in like child gremlin sized hamster wheels to keep the boat going. I was assuming it was gonna be like a sweatshop making Nikes. Mm. You can do both. Well I'm thinking, yeah, like it's like a mini version of the biking longboats where they're all like pushing the oars, but it's like, it's just like the six kids at the bottom like cranking the gears to make the make the, the wheels turn. Just a big crank. Yep. Uh Bruce is perfect. Yes. yes Bruce is a perfect child and we love him. Um, Auntie Mel has actually more um, Herman Melville references yep. in the fluff. So uh, I didn't realize that there was a, basically the uh, version of uh, Moby Dick in Malifaux, but it's a fucking alligator. Yeah. Uh, named a great white gator, Bash. 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 Uh, who ate her leg exactly like Captain Ahab. Like, this is I just one big Captain Ahab card. Yep. Uh, Uncle Bog. Uncle Bog. I, Uncle Bog. I really want to know: Are 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 Uncle Bog and Auntie Mel? Are they like? It's like this one side of the family and the other side of the family, or is this? Are they are they brother and sister, or are they married? Definitely. What is the what is the Auntie Mel to Uncle Bog relationship? Divorced, if anything. Divorced. Um, actually, I could see them as siblings. I could see Auntie Mel as like the eldest. Mm. That had to like take responsibilities for the rest of the family. I could see Uncle Bag be- Bog being the youngest that was spoiled, and then just assumed everything would go his way. Fair. Bog rides a gator specifically because Mel has gator trauma. Mm. Yeah, that yeah. that reads as the sibling. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. does anyone else just assume they gremlinized Homer Simpson? A little bit for Uncle Bog. It's a it's a combination of Homer and oh god, it's been so long since I've watched. Uh, Christmas vacation. The the uncle that oh, shows up there. Yep. Shitter's full. <laughs> Shitter's full. Yeah. Yep. That is, I like yep. How no one likes him. No one likes him, but he just keeps showing up despite them trying to run away from him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uncle Bach is everyone's uncle. Um, Maybe there's a way to weaponize their annoyance. It's a great line. Only one way to find out. Cervantes actually attacking a windmill. <laughs> um possibly the best line in this entire book. Yeah. God, imagine imagine when he eventually does, you know, run up against a uh, Euripides crew. <laughs> <laughs> they were real the whole time! <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> did, what, did the, the snail has a name. They're so good at this now. Everyone's yeah. got names. Saddlebags. <laughs> Saddlebags. It's a good name. I love that. Name for a snail. Great name. Yeah. The more I'm reading this, the more Rosinante was taken. Like they're. they're... <laughs> oh, that's a new. That's a good alt though. She's just on. He's just on Rosinante's shoulders. <laughs> um. Yeah. Absolutely. They realize that we'd be mad if they didn't name literally everything. So Judd and Honey name every animal. Not even an animal, but they just every... named a field piece. <laughs> Name the field piece. Gotta. I mean, Gertrude and Ethel, too. Yeah, Ethel, your... Gertrude, Honey. Name them all. Uh, hermits are guys in, in 
Welk shells. No, the, them boys is ripped because they're just carrying around giant shells. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming they're like Flintstones. Look at those. Thing. Look at those renders. Them boys is ripped. The entire fucking family is jacked. Yeah, the whole the whole Clampett clan is just absolutely shredded for gremlins. I like to think that they're 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 getting that way because they're basically eating like they're probably eating as much of the uh, the fucking. Um, yeah. Gibbering hordes as they can. I hope. I, I imagine it's just like protein. beating them up. That's mm-hmm. pure a magic high protein, protein diet. <laughs> magic protein. Hang on. Does that mean that, that this end of the bayou sounds like they're from Boston because they eat all the chowder? Mm. They are pretty far to the east. Yeah, that new head cannon. Yep. They have a location. Yep. I mean, I would assume they're close to the ocean, right? Yeah, but which is to the east. The ocean is southeast. Think of it huh. like. The actual bayou. Mm, this would be the Florida, Florida. Yeah, mm. The most Florida of Gremlins. Which is why Uncle Bog Bog's there. there. <laughs> yeah, Bog. Exactly. He is Florida man. He is Florida uh-huh. man. Buckaroos, the one thing I want to point about the Buckaroo is the fact that they also attempt to ride skulkers. So we need that as an old sculpt at some point. Yes, uh-huh. that'd all be great. Sculpts, all the sculpts are silhouettes currently. Uh, skulker skins. Some really great funny fluff in there about... A lot of people that try to become a skulker skin just get eaten or lost, or due to like being drunk or stupid. It it's great gremlin lore. Um, also, the fact that skulker jerky or skulker bacon is skulker bacon. Skulker bacon is literally the worst. Not great. Anything more about gremlins or bayou? I think we covered it. Yep, um, we covered it as much as they did. On to Lin Lee. Um, I'm no longer making that joke. I made it enough times. This is Librarian Lin Lee, and this is I Can Summon Stories Lin Lee. I'm a badass. Uh Which, with that fluff, you would think she would actually be able to summon stories, but that would be pretty powerful with how strong the story models are. I would say that there is one thing that Weird did not give names to, and that is the book lights. We know they're called book lights. We know what they are, but they didn't get names. I'm sure Lynn names all of them. She gives right. them little nicknames, yeah, for sure. And that is totally what every Lynn player should do, is name your individual book lights. They're so cute. They are uh, very they are. cute. We'll go ahead and skip the Red Library story keyword, because we did that in Boring Conversation. Go watch that episode. Listen to that episode. Listen to that yeah, episode. Yeah, go listen to Boring Conversation, you cowards. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? God, fucking bookkeepers and dabblers. What is it with the minions being so goddamn cool? <laughs> yeah, they slap. Also, uh, Sun Wukong, Monkey King. Let's go. Yeah. Why is Koji so fucking hot? <laughs> <laughs> just attempt you, Doug. Just yeah, attempt you. Just, they, they like specify. It's like he's, he's, he dresses flamboyantly. He's hot. He kills human traffickers. Right. Hot, I was like, okay. Dude. Let's, Koji is objectively based. The the nice, like the the coolest gang leader, (laughs) coolest gang boss. That gang boss with a heart of gold. Uh, I I won an alt sculpt of him. That's Goto Majima from Yakuza. I don't know if you guys have played the the seven people that are listening to this that have played that game will be like, yes, I'm I'm aware of Yakuza. (laughs) Yeah, it's very very absurd. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like Goro. I, mis- I mispronounced it. Errol. I like Yeah. I kinda wanna I just kinda want a little fluff blurb of like Koji and um and Karai just sh- showing up at the, the same place to kill people and be like 
Are we enemies? <laughs> you seem all right. Yeah, I, I respect your energy. <laughs> like, I feel like there's like a standoff because he's still in the Ten Thunders, right? Right, yeah. yeah. And then fucking little, Molly goes in and it's like, friend time! Let's do murder as all three of us. <laughs> all three of us do murder. <laughs> Molly already knows Koji. <laughs> They're already pals. Um, and then Kitty, which I don't know. I feel like despite... It was an unintentional breakup. You don't name a pet after an ex. Maybe that's just me. Eh. Okay. Um, it's not really an ex. It's like it's it's someone who died. It's not like she, she broke yeah. up with him and then he's like, well, it's it's to honor her. Yeah, but they I, didn't like break up. She died. Yeah. If you died, that doesn't make her an ex girlfriend after you. Really? Yes. If I died, you wouldn't name a cat after. I would name a a death ray after you. Look, if I died and someone named a, a black leopard after me, I'd be like, fuck yeah. That's way yeah, cooler than I deserve. Respect. Fine. I agree to disagree, I guess. Moving on to Teary. You skipped a Mai. Jeez. Uh, Her and Molly are sitting in the corner sharing hair tips. Well, the Amai is just the name of the minion. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was... Yeah, that makes no, that, sense. That is not that specific Amai. I mean, that specific I might quite possibly. Because they're all showing up. Am I? And the other one. (laughs) (laughs) And the other guy. His name is also Am I. The Am I twins. Their parents just gave them the same name because they couldn't think of another one. Why you naming scheme? Am I and Am I? (laughs) Oh, God. Because then they. No, no, no. Because then they can do this bullshit. Formerly trafficked gangsters named Am I. Yep. But then, as, as name the same things, they could do the whole like twins standing next to each other and go, "Which one's which? Am I am I or am I am I?" You're both am I. Uh, yep. Uh, bygone. I did not read most of these. Sadly, uh, I ran out of time. I suck. Teary, the nomad, is the Teary we have in the book. At some point after the book, as far as I can tell, she comes across like a big cache of technology, and that's where we I'm, get the architect. Yeah. I'm it seems to be the whole, is... like, the army that the explorers see them have yeah, that Parson I... has given them access to. I was going to say, I wonder how much of that came from Parson's hidey hole. Yeah, because it's all in the volcano after post, post-talking post to Parson. Mm-hmm. Finding a bunch of relics. That's just rereading of the thing. They go south to a new city we haven't seen named before, and that's where they find the shit. Yeah. Ouroboro, still a good boy. Cat yep. is guy. Not brother, grumpy Moon, brother. Not Moon Knight. Uh, the first light is just very. Uh, I forgot the name of the game. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Thank you. Yep. Also, that that always like wearing very little clothes. Where's her robot parts? Uh, she doesn't need them because she's immune to the the curse. Yep. Uh, That's why she's special. She's their golden child. Thank you. Yeah, that, I kind of feel is, like that's why the no clothes is to show, like... I don't have robot bits, I'm special! Ooh. Look at my bones! Look at my flesh! <laughs> so and clean. my unburnt bones! You don't get to suck on my bones, <laughs> Mr. Ravencroft! <laughs> my cursory bones? <laughs> my cursory bones! Uh, small disappointment, we don't get the giraffe's name. Boo. Oh, weird, come on. Name the we giraffe, were doing you so cowards! Good. 
We got to page 120 and you named well, everything. That's, that's our didn't job. Name the giraffe. They left us a little bit of work to do. You know what? You know, you, know something. what you know what? The scalenders are going to be disappointed if they can't name anything. We'll name the giraffe. Ancient construct still doesn't look like it's size three. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see how big they look when we get fair. them. They're probably tall. Uh, well, warrior, genetic minion, murder grandma, murder dreadnought. <laughs> looks like a cross between a chess piece and like a, a the, liquor the, bottle. She looks the, like a liquor bottle. The ancient constructs not looking size three are to the Iron Matron not looking like size two. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, Stupid deception. Oh, the Unsealy engine. I, I did read this one. The I'm, Astrolabe. I'm, I'm glad they explain what the fuck. Why is this both bygone and uh, returned? And that is because it's technically not the only one of its kind. They were created basically to make a big old bubble of can't see in here kind of situation. And that's what... Um, Castor is using to like supplement and hide. It's a minion, but not bird. a minion. Yeah, Parson Dilf Grumpy. Um, <laughs> they don't. He just wants to be left alone to work on his project car. Two That's days from wants. retirement. They don't mention the relic hammer and the fluff. Yeah, uh, it's not important. It's important to me. Hey, uh, I don't see a name for that anvil. <laughs> oh, there's another one. Annie. We're two for two weird. Annie. Annie. Annieville. 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 <gasps> okay. Yacha. Fun, fun headcanon. The anvil is what the explorers pay him. We're going to give you a pet anvil. All right. Sold. Done. Done. So get, yes. Here's my entire okay. race. They're your new army. I guess it's possible they could have given him the relic hammer. I, I, that seems very possible. Or the original parson might have had it. Oh, yeah. Fair. That that might be the thing. And what the fuck is a Yaksha? Ooh, um, maybe. Ooh, hold on. Because again, all relic hammers kind of have a cost, right? Yeah. What if the person wielding this relic hammer is Parson? Ooh. Like a reverse captain? Yeah, like a reverse captain. You you hold this relic hammer, you are Parson. Oh. He who whoever holds this relic hammer shall wield the shall power of Parson. Of Parson. <laughs> Who's Parson? <laughs> Yeah, just some guy. <laughs> He's really good at forging. He's really good at numbers and bocce ball, but suffered a little bit from my BS. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> That's a poop joke. Yeah. It's a good thing Victoria walked away. Yeah. And then the, the, uh, what, what, what is, what is this? Uh, Yedza got some got some uh, oh by the Rami models. Yedza is getting get a model and is sharing them with the rest of the explorers because those are versatile. Oh yeah, I think are these these are also um, Court of Two models, right? For other side, I think so. They look like they should be. I thought they revealed that. Maybe I'm making stuff up in my brain. Someone let no, me I, I think you're right. It's just been forever ago. Yeah, it's been a minute, but I thought I thought this was like this is the this is the the uh, the court of two version of uh, Hexbos and um, and Watson. Mm. Yeah, this is court of two like snake on a rock thing. I just found it. the The Yaksha are mentioned as court of two in the Waldo's Weekly of May twenty fifth of last year, so almost Mm. exactly a year ago. Neat. Damn, I'm good. Yeah. 
Yeah, so this this is the the Court of Two version of Hexbows for the Guild. So I've, yeah, this was a something created for the other side, and we're but like, ironically, okay, we'll, we'll implement get them. It, we'll implement it into Malifaux because she already got some stuff. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's why that's why Yetz is getting it, and not like. But the but the Hexbows are still who, witch hunters. Anya, who needs who needs models. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if these would really fit in with Anya's. Yeah, that's why Anya didn't stick. get it. Like they had the models, they're going to put it in a Malifaux. They can't really put a syndicate keyword on it, so we'll give it to another keyword. Yeah, but otherwise, like if anyone's going to get a new model that isn't from the new keyword, you think it would probably be Syndicate, who's lacking more than I think anyone else. Yeah. Okay. That's 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 everything. We did it. Yeah. We madness to Malifaux. We did it. Madness, uh, one whole Malifaux. We did it. We did it. Hooray. Closing thoughts. Um, hopefully Victoria will be back to give her thoughts, but I'm going to say it was good. I enjoyed it, but I feel like Malifaux Burns was a lot of setup for another book that's also a lot of setup. Yep. Yeah, we're, we're kind of in like a trilogy. It feels like we're in a trilogy. It feels like whatever's happening here should, if everything goes well, should wrap up in a third part mm-hmm. and conclude this whole arc yeah. as best it can be concluded. The weird part to me is in the second part of that trilogy, you're introducing a bunch of new main characters. Right. Like, I don't know. I, I Like Lando and Yoda. Right, but they're <laughs> they're important, but as far as this book goes, the the absolute center protagonists are the new characters. Given right. the sheer Except amount of protagonists we had previously though, mm-hmm. I feel like that's it's an kind equivalent of a amount. Problem. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My and, and that's not gonna be something they can fix or otherwise work on unless we just get more than one book a year if they start doing like storybooks or bring back chronicles. Any of those could help with that. Um, the hope is we don't get more masters and have to make more new main characters. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes. Um, ultimately, this is me saying I want more fluff all the time. Weird, please and thank you. Yes. Please. We've been good boys. Yeah, we, we've been all right, boys. We have not committed war crimes, therefore we get fluff. Any any other thoughts? Eli has a cat. I do Eli have a cat. Eli has a cat. Nice um, any hot takes for the future? Maybe. I mean, I hope. I hope if Bayou's going to get some relevancy, we we get a whole. I want a whole story about Ophelia blowing the hell out of the red cage. Yeah, yep. That is the closest thing to plot relevancy we've had in like two editions. Her and like, you could easily have her working with um with Wong with Wong. It'd be two birds with one stone. It would be really cool to do that. Give us Nanzarida Bayou relevancy. Yeah, maybe actually mention the master from the Clampets at some point. Is that too much to ask? That's the Clampets from the Clampets. They're just silly. You know, oh, just mention just... Uncle Bog. Have Uncle Bog show up in stories, unrelated. Uninvited. He just kind of shows up. I I know a hot take that I have, and we've we've kind of touched on it here and there, but I really like that Weird is now leaning more into yes there are relationships in Malifaux and mentioning them more straight up I want them to continue to do that yeah that is that is my hot take give us some more queer representation yep. yeah that's, where, that's exactly where I was going to go from there 
Make it like a, a June release. It's coming up. Make make Malifaux gay again. <laughs> we're, we're right on the cusp. Just make Next. Parker and Zip kiss. Yep. Please. Yep. Also, you know, Vix in the fuck year. Um, yep. Side point. Slight tiny blurb that I want to see next next time uh, we have uh, May and Ivan just have the the picture or have the the scene come in on a closed door. Mordrake sitting out in the hall playing fetch with the Emberling with like a hunk of metal or something. <laughs> They're gonna be at it for a while. We might as well, yeah, <laughs> have fun, little little guy. Oh my god, the Emberling breathes off light. They could do a shadow puppet show. God damn it. <laughs> I would I'm still I'm still hoping for the uh the Ivan Lynch story. Ooh, that'd be good, yeah. I'm gonna keep saying that till it happens. Mm-hmm. Manifesting it. Hey, you've been dealing with one of these like denizens for a minute. How do you deal with it? Well, I try not to take uh, drugs and then I take drugs. Don't do that. Don't do drugs, kid. So I like to take yeah, we we, we get the, the more Drake and Emberling you know, bonding moment. But I'd like to completely ruin the idea that they're doing in this in secret. And then we like pan out to the rest of the saloon and is just the entire Dua and foundry keyword, like mingling awkwardly, just trying to, you know, create enough sound to drown out the other noise. Gibson and Kang are sitting across from each other at the table, just not sure what to say. I like that. I like, I like the idea of Gibson just like staring at the fucking mech pork chop and being like, no, am I inspired or do I hate this? I hate this so much. I feel like he and he and uh, Sparks are sitting across the table from each other, like tinkering on their own things, oh, kind of glancing, yeah. sending like annoyed, but interested glances across the table at the other inventor. Just like, mm. who's Ava getting along with? I think she would find Sparks. really delightful. Can't have Sparks with everyone. Oh, fair enough. I zoned out for a second. <laughs> Not like he's versatile. I think we're tired. It's yeah, late. we are. It's, it's late. late. So, um, yeah, I'll just splice on Victoria's reaction or just having her say goodbye. But we're going to close it because it's past midnight for some of y'all. Oh, this is fun. Talking about the book. We finally get back to talking about fluff. And uh, the upcoming episode will also be more fluff stuff. More speculation. Yeah. We'll be dragging in a guest, too. So, uh, here we are, the same Powered Scoundrel signing off. I'm Doug. Thank you, Dave, for being here. Yeah. Thank you, Eli. Yeah. Thank you, Roman. Huzzah. Thank you, Victoria. And as we always say, as I always say, fun is always king. Enjoy your games, Malva. Enjoy the fluff. Good night. Good night. Good night. night. songs used in this production are Villainous Treachery and Five Card Shuffle. All music is created by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons.